This is Sports. I'm back. Welcome to episode 23. 23. Like the goat of basketball, Michael Jordan. You know, this is not a live show, and thank God it isn't, because the brain, John Kramer, took a... Oh, sorry. A, a whole hour just to get here. He got lost. Yeah. 45 yeah. minutes late. Yeah, Guam time. Right. I'm going to introduce my cohorts here. On the left is Chris Shepard, the coach. What up, everybody? He's wearing his Phillies hat. Hell yeah. How'd the Phillies do today? <laughs> they won the series. <laughs> they lost today, but all right. won the series. All right, all right, all right. And on time, as usual. <laughs> Usually I'm here on time. Is the brain. John Kramer. Half a day. Good to be here. Thanks for having me, Cause. Well, welcome. And we have a guest. Do you want to guess what his name is? What's his nickname or his real name? Well, we don't know his nickname yet. He's going to introduce himself with a nickname, but because I, I challenged him on that before the show. Wow, okay. Is he a frequent listener? He's my fellow Rotarian and good friend, Brad Kloppenberg. Everybody give him a hand. Inviting me on, Cos. Ah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Sorry, sorry, you had to like wait. That's my bad. <laughs> yeah. Is this going to be a theme on tonight's show? Yeah, the whole yes. show is going to be about you. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to let you. I get that. I wouldn't yeah. expect anything less. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Brad, what's what's your nickname? Oh, my nickname. Okay. Well, uh, God. Well, since I had an extra. 45 minutes. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for not rounding to the hour, and, Brad. Uh, and uh, I don't know, I'm in like three uh, makers and coke, so um, I guess um, I guess you can just call me the maker. The maker, I like it. The maker. Brad, the maker. All right, cool. So everybody, uh, say say hi to Brad. Hi, Brad. Now, Brad, Brad welcome to the show, man. Right. Glad right. you're here. All right, I mean. Me Brad, too. Brad, I'm gonna have to reset. Brad, so this is how long it's been. He, he's uh, yeah, Kaza's having some difficulties there. What's up, Cap? Well, because you took so long, the microphone it's fell asleep. It all <laughs> goes back to me being late. All right, right, right. right. I'll exactly. remember that the last time. You next time you guys. Yeah, it's all right, man. It's all good. So, Brad, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what's your background? What do you do? What kind of sports fan are you? Okay, well. Uh, well, my day job is um, president of Kloppenberg Enterprises, uh, family, family-owned and operated company. I've uh, been around Guam for decades. Uh, started by my grandfather and then my dad and his brothers. Uh, and then uh, now that I've been involved for the last 20-plus years. Um, so that's my day job. And then my real job is uh, dad... Uh, husband uh grandpa uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then as you said sports fan so um pretty much all sports 
some more than others, but uh, I try and keep up with as much as I can, you know, pass the time. Nice. Wait, you said you're a grandpa? I am. God. No way. You look younger than Cause. I can see Cause is a grandpa, but. <laughs> Cause is a grandpa. <laughs> That's God, true. we're getting. We need to get on it, Kramer. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, us. not us. <laughs> and I, I'm okay. If they don't get, well, anyway, the boys at least. Maybe. All right. Um, we're gonna just take a quick pause till I fix this thing here. Okay. Way better now. Yeah. Mm. All right, we're back. We're back. Okay, so, Brad. Um, Who's your favorite baseball team? Oh, God. Uh, Seattle Mariners. Football team. Oh, they got Seattle a shot. Seahawks. Oh, he's a Seattle guy. Baseball. I mean, a basketball team. Seattle SuperSonics. <laughs> they don't <laughs> exist. Super. They're still, still his favorite, favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Just like me, Brad is my kind of guy, though. One city guy. One city guy. I like that too. Yeah. How how come Seattle, Brad? Um. Well, I was born in Bremerton, Washington, so I'm from the Puget Sound area originally. Um, my mom's originally from Washington. Dad's born and raised here in Guam, but uh, so I, you know, spent first 12 years of my life there, and sports was a big, big part of it. And so, uh, moving out here, I just always, yeah, followed those teams as much as as I could, and. Uh, uh, it was a little hard at first because, it, it, you know, ESPN wasn't broadcasting uh, football games and uh, baseball games back then. It was, so it was pretty much uh, you were still had the uh, um, the tape delayed stuff and, right. um, and the CBS and NBC broadcast for football, and that that was about it. So. Well, that's one of the few things I love about technology: the streaming games. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean. But, you know, I question like now today, if there was streaming when I was growing up, would I be a Lakers fan? Nope. Would I be a Raiders nope. fan? I mean, you know. I mean, I'd, be a, I'd be a Royals Chiefs <laughs> fan no matter what. Well, that's because you were born there. In that city. Yeah. yeah. Well, Living the important thing is to have a heart. team and stick with it. It's, you know, you can't. Yeah, that's right. You can't jump ship and, you, you know, switch have, back and forth. You can have like. I allow for you have your main team and like in baseball you might have a national league team that you pull for but there's no reason for you to have a team in the same league right. or same division yeah mm. which I have a friend we have a friend yes who does that Arizona and Washington Arizona Washington and Cincinnati all in all the three league really all his team. I didn't know the Cincinnati but one. he's kind of narrowed it down to just be Washington Troy Williams we're talking about you. If He's a listening. fake. He's a fake. Troy. Well, it's because he moved around <laughs> as a kid so bastard. much. So he has a hard time, you know, picking <laughs> one of them. But yeah. I think he should stick with his Cincinnati roots, which is where he was originally from. Yeah. I mean, why does he like the Washington Because he lived Commanders, there for a long time. No, he's, yeah, Nationals. That's always been his football team, though. He's, he's On football, he's solid. He's, he's a Redskins Commanders fan. Well, see that on baseball, he's got like three teams. Yeah, Nationals. Uh, it should be a Reds fan, right? I mean, I, right. Like, aren't they like the oldest team in? Yeah, no. Major baseball. League baseball? It used to be hardcore yeah. Reds. Then when the Nationals moved to Washington D.C., remember they weren't there, yeah, right? Right. When that happened, he decided I'm going to go for them. Like so I would have, I would have left the Redskins the minute they changed to Commanders. I'm like, 
Like I don't want to be the commandos. You liked Washington football team better? No, no. What I'm saying is like if I <laughs> they if, should have stuck with the Redskins. If if yeah, the Oakland Raiders, I mean, mm. okay, you can change cities because that's you know you're you're just going to different markets because the arena, the the business of it. But if you change the name of the team to like if the Raiders became like the Faders, that's what they are. They are. What are you talking about? That's what I call them. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> Well, I think like Brad is in a similar situation to me. Right. With except for I mean, I can't help it if the team changes location. Yeah, like the Kansas City Kings. Yeah, I can't change. When can't they help moved that. to Sacramento, I was like, well, I could be their fan, but I'm not. What do like I know if, about Sacramento? At that point, I'd never even been there. Like yeah. if I'm, I'm going to be a Sacramento Kings fan, where did the Supersonics move to? Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Oh yeah, they're the Thunder. They even changed the name. Yeah, they didn't even mm-hmm. keep it like they. Kings kept the Kings at least, yeah. but I'm not. I, I, I so for basketball, I'm kind of a lost soul. I, I jump on whoever, whatever team. But recent years, like because I have a friendship with a, a tall <laughs> guy with no hair. That's my buddy. I, I've been rooting for his Sixers. That's so right. Boom. He converted me over. And for a while, I was a when I lived in San Antonio, Saipan. Yeah. I was a Spurs fan because I was living in San, San Antonio. Antonio. Okay. So I'm like, I'm in San Antonio. So, yeah. But for NBA, I just don't really, really, truly have a team. Just come to the so Lakers, who do You man. don't want to root for the Thunder? I, I know. I absolutely despise the Thunder. I mean, with I hate them with the passion. As <laughs> so much they're as, like your as much as I love the Welcome Sonics, the I, I, I hate the Thunder. So who do you root for? Um, you just pick a team that's got players you like. Not, or? not really. I just kind of casually watch now. I just, yeah. um, I, I find myself rooting against teams more than I, yeah, do actually rooting. It's almost for easier someone. that way, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. you might want to ask him who's favorite player is. Oh, well, you're asking that right now. Yeah, who's your favorite NBA um, player currently or all time? All time. All time. Who's the greatest um, of all time? Well, we already know the answer to that. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he, he he seems to think Jordan is the goat. Yeah. No, no, I don't say that. I just, <laughs> yes, you do. I just try to put it out there that there's other options. There's no other option. How many championships for Jordan? It, that's not the that's not the test. Okay, the six. Test. But if you want to know, it's six. Yeah, yeah six. six. How many for six Bill, How many for Bill Russell? Six MVP. Eleven. Eleven. Oh, yeah, Eleven. that's right. But well, it was you know, playing. Bill Russell was also a, a coach for the Seattle SuperSonics. Mm. So yes, and he was Kobe's mentor. Yeah, yep. You can contribute to the game in many ways to be the goat, not just scoring points and playing. Well, there's the goat defense. of the NBA, and then there's a goat of the team. Playing like okay defense so and scoring. The goat of all time NBA, like. Wait, don't take we, my we word for it. We haven't got Brad's answer to. Well, don't take my word this? for it. We haven't heard who's Come Brad's on, okay. favorite player. Who who my, who my favorite player? Yeah. Oh God. Um, this has become a Brad interview. I don't know yeah, that I. Like I don't know. Really, Brad. I don't know that I have a favorite player because mm. uh, there's so many that you know I liked over the years. Spoken, um, spoken like a supersonic. Who's your favorite kid? supersonic? <sighs> See, that's the hard part. Uh, Sean, Sean Camp. Camp? <laughs> no, Sean Camp. no. I, 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 I mean, I like Sean Kemp, but but he left. You know, he kind yeah. of forced his way out, which broke up that team, which I think probably could have gone on to a few more finals. Right. Uh, if they kept him with Peyton, but um, oh yeah, Peyton, he joined the Lakers. You know, I I love. really liked uh, Dale Ellis Ooh. when he was with with the Sonics. Um, three point three point shooter. Um, 
One of the early three-point shooters. One of the early. Um, Gary Payton, of course. Um, Tom Chambers was another one. You know, kind of those, oh, yeah, I those late I 80s, the I forget early about 90s Tom guys. Chambers. Yeah. That's before he went to Phoenix, right? Yeah, that was before. He to, yeah, he left. Uh, he was a free agent, went to Phoenix. Um, and then, I, you know, of course, I do like Kevin Durant because he was drafted by, you know, he was kind of the first or the last the spider. top draft pick by the Sonics. Played one season there before they moved. Um, so, yeah, I, I like him. There's but, talk uh, of them getting a team back, right? There is. There's rumblings, but they've kind of been going on. Ever since the, the original Sonics left, there's always been rumblings about. Uh, so hopefully it'll happen one day. Um, would they be the Supersonics again? I think they would because um, Seattle still retained rights to that. Uh, they, they had an agreement with the Thunder to um, retain the rights, retain in the case history they ever, and the names and yeah. all that. Yeah. So, That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Let's make it happen. Let's make a call to the commission. Well, we've got a lot of calls into the He listens. He does listen. Well, the main one is we haven't even talked about it. And does Brad know about, did you watch the... Hold on. Sorry. You're getting ahead of yourself. It's that time of the show. You know the horn song? What's up? I know who that's for. Who's that for? Brad, you listen to the show. Who are we campaigning for? He needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He's wow. the f- he we he's the he's the guy creator of the jump shot. Oh, Kenny Sailors. Kenny Sailors. Kenny Sailors. Kenny Sailors. Okay. Yeah. You Next time to, you're on United, watch the documentary. There's a you go to document documentaries, and or TV documentaries. It's under for some weird reason, yeah. but it's a total movie. And it's, I think it's called Jump Shot. It's called Jump, jump shot. shot. Let's yeah. let's give. Brad, little synopsis of Kenny Sailors. Who wants to go? Anybody can go. Where did he play college? Wyoming. Wyoming. Won the NCAA the championship with Wyoming back in... 1940, 50-something. Something, 40s. And uh, was phenomenal, The be- one of the best players. And he created this shot because he'd been playing with his brother, right? Yep. In the driveway, his brother was much taller, and he needed a shot that he could, like, get over. Get over. Okay. So he started doing this jump and shooting, in it, and then it carried over to him doing that throughout his career, but he did it in Wyoming. And Wyoming's a team that, even back in those days, they had to go to New York and play in Madison Square Garden to win the championship. And even when they won that championship, they still had to beat another team because they said, oh, well, they aren't really the best team. you got to play this team, right? So they play that team, and then they beat that team. And he's voted the uh, player of the decade, decade. Yep. for that decade. And he's went on to play in the pro leagues. Mm-hmm. He played for the Celtics. But his wife had a condition that was more preferable to be be in an environment like Alaska, the weather-wise and everything. So he dropped everything, and he moved to, after doing a stint in the military right. as well, he a dropped Marine. Marine, he dropped everything, and he moved to Alaska with his family and basically st- started high school girls basketball in Alaska. and uh, Which then populated to the rest of the nation. Yeah. Prior to that, girls weren't playing basketball. And this guy can't even get a look into the collegiate... Any Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Any Hall of NBA Fame. NBA Hall of Fame. 
he's a legend and he's been overlooked and guys like Kevin Durant are in this documentary yeah talking about how wow and watching Stephen Curry shot. all the uh, NBA shooters they're like we know about Kenny Sailors but the rest of the world doesn't and um, so we're gonna keep playing this so we yeah. on our because Stephen A. Smith listens to our show <laughs> God let's hope not Everybody listens to our show, and uh, we're gonna be we're gonna keep lobbying until Kenny Slayers makes it to the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame. I, I'd be happy with the NCAA one too. Yeah, but any Hall of Fame. Any, he deserves it. You know what? We should the put him in the Basketball Hall of Fame, Guam Hall of Fame. That's too easy. Yeah. Well, has he ever been to Guam though? Well, we think he. Remember he was at in one the point Navy. we thought because he was in the oh, World yeah, War II, but it turns yeah. out he was in the South Pacific, not. No, yeah, yeah, but sometimes people call us the South Pacific and we aren't. Okay. Yeah, look at look at uh, Circle K. They're SPPC, South Pacific Petroleum. I think I think they (laughs) any any place tropical in the Pacific, they kind of automatically label South Pacific. Yeah, they watch that movie. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna have Brad back on a future show. We're gonna have Brad back on a future show, which you're not gonna be late to, Kramer. All right, God, first time. I'll be late. <laughs> and he'll he'll by then watch Jump Shot, the story of Kenny Sailors. He will, and he'll have a lot more opinion on it. Yes, where is it, where else is it streaming? I don't know. I, I was just it's probably it on Hulu or any. Yeah, just it's called the Jump Shot. Okay. Yeah, it's a documentary. And it's Kenny Sailors, not with an S. Yes. And uh, but if you're on United Flight, it's on there, but you can't find it on documentaries or movies. You have to go to TV sports. It's really hard to find. I, I only mean, found even it United I, is I, fucking them. <laughs> yeah, like, even United's <laughs> fucking over Kenny Sailors. Damn it! They're like, we don't want the Kenny Sailors story to go this out. Is it like a conspiracy? Is it a conspiracy? It, it might is. be some kind of plot to keep Kenny Sailors out. What did he do? I don't know. He Maybe loved his wife. He was more in World War II. He was something we didn't know. Oh, don't bring that up. Maybe he was something. He was else. a patriot. God damn and it. And that's why they're burying his right. story. Oh, I'm not ready. Well, we know what that means. When you hear that song, it means the one up. Oh God, I'm so I'm so not ready for this. I'm just saying it. It's the John Kramer one-up. You didn't. What you didn't like last time? I don't even remember what last time was. That sounds like a girl and boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I think I'm gonna go with because I enjoyed so much. Yeah. And I talked to our buddy, um, uh, Toy Matsushita. I've been in touch oh, with him, yeah. and I really loved his. Um, he was able to be at the. Field of Dreams game. Oh, nice. This year because it was Cincinnati versus the Cubs. And he was at that. So I sent him a little message and I said, that must have been a wonderful, Mm. wonderful thing to be at. They're actually at the, well, they're not at the movie set. They're right across it, is my understanding. Oh, yeah. Either way. Build it and they will come. Build it, they will come. And then I said to him, hey, Toy. that's really cool that you got to be there for that. That must have been a great experience. And he says it was amazing, the best game I've ever been to. Well, let's give Brad a little reference to who you're talking about. 
Toy Matsushita. He works as the. You may know Kaz Matsushita. He's with the laundry company. Civic Laundry. Yeah. His son is a friend of my son's, and he's uh, landed the killer job that every every guy their age wants. We he's, want that job. We all want that job. Yeah. He's but the, only I'm qualified to do that he's job. He's the translator agent, not agent, but like manager for um, uh, he's Suzuki. He's just the translator. He's the just, Suzuki. Yeah. Well, no, but he does other stuff, like Aaron Boy for him and whatever else. Oh, okay. He's the bitch. He's the bitch. for. Um, <laughs> he listens to the show. So, hey, Toy. I love you, Toy. <laughs> uh, You're a lovely bitch. But he, uh, for Seiya Suzuki, who's the Cubs right fielder okay. guy that they yeah. signed from Japan. So he gets to do all the, he has to be in the press conferences doing whatever, but he's at every game. And so my kids went and hung out at Dodger Stadium with them. They got to go down on the field. and So he's got all these great, and he's a kid from Guam, and he's out there doing this. So he got to be at that Field of Dreams game. He said, um, the best game I've ever been to, blessed I was able to be a part of it. Wow. So When are we going to get him on the show? He said he's not really necessarily allowed. allowed. That Why? was the, the deal. Why? I, I can. We have media protocols that we have to oh. abide by, and it's going to be a long shot for me, even me to go on. Say it has to go through even more permissions. But we're worldwide. I know. Maybe it's our cursing. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell him we're in a little show in Guam, and so only five I think people he said that's the best game he's ever been to. I believe it. I believe it. I want to know what the best game you've ever been oh, to. Oh, God. Like, I want to mm. go to Iowa and watch that game. Don't you, Brad? I mean, I just want to see no, him walk out of the It doesn't matter what team it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Who's, wow. who's first? Coach. The, the best game I've been to? Ever been to. It's a, it's a hard one. It's I hard a, because I I, there'd be different reasons for me saying they're my favorite game or best game. I would have to say, I guess... I don't remember the details about this game because I was like 10 or eight, no, not 10. I was probably 11 or 12 years old, and it was Philly versus, I want to say it was the Phillies. Are we only going baseball? Is everybody I'm only going baseball. baseball? Are we yeah, going to keep very this limited. baseball? Yeah. We're going to keep very this limited. baseball? Yeah, like, yeah, let's keep it to baseball. We'll Otherwise, just go baseball it's, it's because, I mean, if we go football, we can go in it or whatever basketball. Um, it was Phillies. I think it was Montreal and – I don't know if it was a playoff game or not. I don't remember the details, but I remember we drove to Veterans Stadium, dropped my dad off because my dad and my uncle had tickets to the game, and my mom, my sister, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so we dropped my dad off, and then my mom goes, you know what? We can get in this game. <laughs> I love that attitude. And so she pulled over, parked, found a scalper, got three tickets for us, and in we went, and we watched the whole game. I think Phillies won, but I thought it was great that my mom just said, fuck that. That's a, great, that's a good game. So, that's a good game. Yeah. That's probably my, my favorite game. Your Yeah. Best game you've been to. Best game. Because I was my mom and my sister. And it wasn't necessarily right. the game. It wasn't, the, a, it wasn't like that the game was close or whatever. I, I it was, tell you it was just about the game. I couldn't tell you. I think Philly won, but I don't remember. But it was just but the, it was just the fact that my mom just said, you know what? Screw that. We're not just dropping did, him. Did Harriet say, fuck it? We're no, going no, for it? You know that. Okay. Just that. checking. She Harriet, said, I'm just checking you. I think we can get in this game. Let's park and see what happens. Yeah, I could see her. I could so. see her doing that. All right, that's good. But Goss. if you want to know my other favorite one, oh, because yeah, okay, is when Philadelphia played Atlanta, and of course I'm being obnoxious in the stands because I'm a Philly fan, and yeah, yeah, 
God bless you. And so B.J. Surhoff was playing for the Braves back then, and he was in left field, and we were right on the left field line, and I was just ripping this guy the whole game, just yelling. And finally, I, that fool looked at me, and I was like, I got you. You looked at me. You And he was like, like the death stare, like, I'll see you in the parking lot afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm done. A lot of baseball games that are That's good. so fun. What about you, Kaz? What do you got? Well, let's go with Brad. He's our guest. Okay. Uh, best baseball game I've ever been to? Yeah. Or most memorable. Yeah, maybe Whatever. most memorable. Most memorable? Okay. Well, um, it was uh, would have been 1995. Um, right about this time, August, maybe, maybe a little later in August. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Mariners versus uh, Oakland Athletics, and the Mariners were in a middle of a. They were on a tear, and they had just they had just gotten Griffey back from an early season, and they had the best you, DH ever, Edgar Martinez. Edgar Martinez, and so Griffey's brain had just come back recently, and they're trying to catch the Angels right. um, in the standings, and it's it's the first year of the wild card the divisional uh, playoffs yeah, yeah. and so i don't know about the third or fourth inning mcguire gets up and hits a bomb or what and, and so i i think oakland was up like five to nothing and it's kind of bummer because all of a sudden all the excitement's right. gone you right. know right. um right. and mariners up to bat I, th- I think they get a couple of runs, and then Griffey gets up. He he hits like a two-run shot. Yes. And Love Ken Griffey then Jr. they had gotten Vince Coleman that year from, um, you know. St. Louis. Probably know him from St. Louis, yeah. Um, that he might have been somewhere. So he, he gets up with the bases loaded. And uh, so I kind of look over at you know the crowd's going nuts and and they at the time they played in the Kingdome right and it it held right. a lot for baseball because it was a football stadium it yeah. was loud so they had like like fifty five thousand people there or something like that and so I kind of jokingly uh, was talking to you know a friend I was with and said I go yeah what what are the odds of Vince Coleman hitting a grand slam here sure enough. Hits, his, hits like the only grand slam of his career right there. Mar- Mar- Probably one of like 12 home runs for him in his own career. Look Probably, it up. I don't yeah, know how I mean, many. Yeah, had, yeah. He was not. a base stealer. He wasn't, yeah, you know, yeah, he wasn't yeah, a home run yeah, hitter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Mariners go on to win. We, we had so much fun. It was, it was nuts. Um, and so on the way out, we stopped at the box office and bought tickets to the following night's game. And uh, Randy Johnson was pitching in that game. So the next night, that, those uh, teams, went, I love those. Uh, went went those to the Mariners game again, teams. and Johnson struck out like eighteen or nineteen. Twenty-eight, 28 home yeah, runs for Vince. So, yeah, Randy John. That those teams inspired um, those those teams in those years. I, I was working as a clubmate at PIC. We used to do uh, water baseball. We'd play it in that big shallow pool down there, the windsurfing or kids' pool, they call it. And we would play the soundtrack from... We'd taped a game 
a Mariners game with Randy Johnson pitching and Edgar Martinez, and we'd played the soundtrack of that in the background as we'd play with the Japanese tourists just because it was so fun and it was exciting and those teams were great. And it's unfortunate that they never, they never, they win at all. The Mariners have never, they're one They've, of the teams. They're, that I have think never they're the won. only team left that no, has been in to the a pod, World, pod, World Series. They haven't been. Yeah. No, yeah. are they not the only team left? I think they are. I think they're the, the last major league team. Well, they, they're not the there. last team to never win it because they haven't won it. The Padres haven't won it. Right. Um, have the Rangers ever won? No, I don't think the Rangers has, but no. but the Mariners are, are the only team that's never been, been. to. Yeah, you're right. One. You're right. Yeah. The Mariners have never been in the World Series. That's right. I would love to see them do it this year. Yeah, it'd be fun. They're having. I, a, I can pull for them. Decent no. year. And that kid's going to be rookie of the year. Uh, Rodriguez. Rodriguez going to yeah. be rookie of the year. Yeah. 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 I'm just you know when you look at the the rosters the Mariners have had over the years and right. having Griffey and Martinez. Uh, Buner, uh, Alex Rodriguez, Randy Johnson, all on the same team, and never. Yeah, never Randy Johnson, Martinez, Ken Griffey Senior, Ken King Griffey, Griffey Junior, Alex Rodriguez, A Rod. Oh my God, that those teams were stacked. <laughs> I was always pulling for them. Well, here's here's a little something that a lot of people don't know. The Royals sucked back then. Um, I think it was 1997, and you know, Mariners were in the midst of, you know, kind of – they had a really good offensive team, but they just didn't have um, the uh, the bullpen. And so they were trying to shore that up. So they um, they traded um, – well, they traded made a trade with the Boston Red Sox for Heathcliff Slocum, no, who turned out that. to be a disaster for the Mariners. But one of the players that was uh, – um, in that trade, who it was a minor leaguer, hadn't hadn't played in the majors yet, but was in the Mariners' farm system, was David Ortiz. Oh, big poppy, so, big poppy, yeah. who ended up with the Twins, right? He did. Yep. So he's in the Mariners' organization. Was, but I think ne- it was like a three-way trade. But he or never something. made it to uh, the. And I think Jason Veritek might have been involved in that. Yeah. Um, What's the so, other teams? So, Who's so the, the teams that have question. never made it? Okay, so Seattle Mariners are the only current team that has yeah. never appeared. That's yep. correct. San Diego Padres, Colorado Rockies. Oh, the Rockies have never won. Texas they were Rangers, Tampa Bay Rays, and Milwaukee Brewers have all played in the series but never won it. The Rays? Oh, the, no, they well, haven't. They You're lost right. the There's Philly. five. You're right. Yeah. We've, we've talked about this yeah. on the show before. This was a question we did on the show before I used it. I've used it in trivia before. I knew that was out yeah. there, but... Yeah, I'm surprised the Brewers haven't. The Brew Crew. They should have won. I think the worst thing to happen to the Brew Crew was when they moved from the American League to the National League. Mm -hmm. The Royals were a team that was possibly on that thing. I'm glad we didn't have to go to the National League. Then you might have won because you wouldn't have to play the Phillies in the World. And so was that was did that happen at the same time? Because they moved the Astros from the National League to the American League. That all happened. That all happened at the same time. time, yeah. 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 Cause, what's your baseball? Well, I have a... I know you, you've got your one where you took your friend to the game. Yeah, there's, there's personal games, right, where you go to the game. Actually, like you're live, you're in the seats, which was most recent when, when I finally got my first bobblehead. Because every year I go, and people that are listening here, because some, some people are listening, and, you know, the trip to the ball game is like... 
three hours. For everyone in this room, a trip to a ball game is an airline ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Careful planning. And then you get to go to the ball game. Like, we spent thousands of dollars just to go watch a ball game because, quite frankly, you got to take a plane ticket, you got to go. And so, so, the most recent trip I took where I watched the uh, Giants and Dodgers, and uh, it was Cody Bellinger bobblehead night, and I finally got my f- bobblehead. You want to say your fucking bobblehead? Just say it. Yeah. We're not censored. Because every. Every time I go to these games where I travel, I'm just short of the bobblehead. And they give 40,000 bobbleheads at Dodger Stadium because, you know, we're like a 52, 55,000 stadium. And I'm always like 15 minutes late to get to that bobblehead. I finally got my true bobblehead from a game. So that's a personal best for me. Well, and you weren't late. And they, yeah, you, I wasn't you weren't late. 40, like, you weren't 45 minutes late. Yeah, I wasn't 45 <laughs> minutes late like Kramer was. You're not getting your bobblehead tonight. <laughs> I sat in, I'm not uh, getting the bobblehead. Yeah, I, I sat on the first row of uh, just slightly of center field, and uh, it was a great game. But I have to say, it was last year's wild card game against the Giants and the Dodgers. Both had won 100 and, you know, plus. 100-plus games. The Giants had won one more game more than the Dodgers, and they won the the National West. And uh, it was an elimination series. And Scherzer was pitching, and it was just do or die. And this was like the Giant, the Giants. Oh, I love saying this. The Giants were like the Cinderella team. They were like they won the oh, most yeah. games. Nobody's expecting them to do all that last year. And the Dodgers were like, oh, they were hobbled, and they had – Max Muncy injured, and we had Kershaw was not even in post postseason play because he was injured. We weren't supposed to beat them, and we beat them. And then we got beat by the Braves. But you know what? That sucks. At the end of the day, I think that was the most exciting rally for me because, like, we weren't supposed to be even in the conversation. The Giants were supposed to walk all over everybody. And it, and I have to say, if the Dodgers didn't beat the Giants, the Giants would have been World Series champs because they would have walked all over the Atlanta Braves because they were a healthy team. Um, but we we put everything we could to beat those guys, and that's my memorable game last year. Game five, Max Scherzer was pitched. We were we we did everything we can to win that game, but after that we were done because. We had injuries. Pitchers, yeah. pitchers had tired arms. They were dead arms, and we were done. We had expended every energy just to keep moving on. And we almost beat the Braves, but uh, we got one game short on that one. So that is to me. And when you have 106 and 106. That's a good, that's a good matchup. Because when you, when you take into account of the postseason, they both had the same number of wins. And... Uh, and I think that's why Major League Baseball changed the rules this this year because they're like, that can't happen. You can't have both. Two teams in the same division with 100-plus wins. Yeah. And one of them loses and they're out of the World Series. It's, just, it's, 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 it's crazy, right? Yeah. And, um, but that's what happened. And uh, But I like to take this opportunity to say, Oh, God. 
What about those Dodgers? <laughs> yeah, they took two out of three <laughs> from the Royals last weekend. Woo! Royals are in fifth hey, I, to last place know, in the entire major league. I have to say, the but Royals showed some balls. They haven't over they didn't uh, this get swept. week against they. They didn't get swept. Singer's great. They got, but yeah. we looked like shit against Minnesota this weekend. This week, um, all right. Let me move on to mine. Because we got to get through this segment at some point, right? Yeah, because we're late. I've been to a shit ton of games. <laughs> I, I've been to a World Series game, game four, where the Royals actually beat the Phillies with Willie Mays Aiken, two home run. Yeah. That was a good game. You can win one game. That was a good game. That was an okay game. I've, I've so been to so many Guam Major League games that were really exciting and fun that I can't I, but I can't remember one in particular because they're all a blur because <laughs> it was like two beers for $3 or something wow. back in those days. Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, and I've been to a lot of games in Japan too, and some in Korea and some in Taiwan. But I've got to go with the game, an all-star game that I attended with my son at a young age in Japan. We went to Jingu Stadium. After calling a friend that's in the know, and he said, yeah, you, you'll be able to get tickets because the All-Star game in Japan isn't like one game. They do like two. They do multiple. It's like a – but it was still pretty packed. But we got great seats, and we were sitting like right behind – like 15 rows behind the third base dugout. And Bobby Valentine was the coach. You guys heard this story. Bobby Valentine was the coach for the uh, that, the, that side's team. Pacific League or Central League, whichever one he was. And uh, we just didn't know we were going to get in, first of all. We went there on a whim. We got the tickets. Misaki's about, eh, I'd say he's about 10, you know, 12 years old. Not, You know, just really into baseball, though. Kids really into baseball. Yeah. We got tickets. I smuggled in some beers, which I didn't realize I didn't really need to smuggle them. And you can <laughs> kind of bring beer in. <laughs> In Japan, yeah. and, we, and, we're, and he's chasing. He's meeting these other Japanese, these Japanese kids, and they're chasing foul balls and stuff, and having uh, having a blast. And I go, "Go get him, Bobby V!" And I'm like, "Yo, Bobby V!" And he's like, gives me the points at me, gives me the thumbs up, and I and I did it a couple of times, and he kept giving me the hey, there's an American, but it was a great game, and it was an all star game, and it was in Japan at Jingu, which is my favorite Japanese stadium. And uh, just the memory of being there with my boy and uh, w watching that game. And, uh, you know, just it was a, just a good time, just a good vibe. Mm -hmm. And the fans always in Japan, this goes across the board. Anytime I go to a, a game, anywhere in Asia, every time I've gone to a game as a foreigner at the game, they're always so interested in is, why are you at this game? <laughs> really? Why did you, why are you here? How are you a fan of Gaijin. Japanese baseball or Taiwan baseball, and they really like open up to you. So that's always been really fun to go to games like that, and that well, one was the pinnacle for me. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, I've never been to a Japanese baseball game. What? Live, live. What? I've watched it on TV. You need to go to a game. What's the biggest difference between uh, U.S. Major League Baseball and Japanese Major League Baseball? Uh, cost is one thing. Getting into the game ain't quite as expensive drinks are probably pretty similar foods maybe it's less the fans the big difference is the fans are in unison on their 
we have our certain cheers. It comes up and goes, you know, yeah. dun, 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 whatever. Right. They have things. They have something planned. At Every team has at. The boosters are really out there, huh? And if you go to, if you're, when you're in Osaka at a, a Hanshin Tiger game. Oh, Hanshin They do something Tigers, with the balloons yeah. and they sing a song and they all have a song and it's, it's, it's in unison. I let my balloon go early because oh. I didn't know the song it was in Japanese, you know, but I mean, and then in, in, Jing, in Jingu for the Swallows, they have an umbrella dance thing that they do right. always in the seventh inning. Each place has their own like special mm. thing that they do and everybody's together right. on it. They're not quite as crazy. I mean, I've tried to get the wave going at Jingu. I've done it at Tokyo do Dome. They, no, they will. They're like, oh, crazy guy Gene will yeah. will we'll humor do him. Do they do the beach ball and everything? Uh, no, they don't. No. Well, no. Yeah, I've seen the they beach ball. Yeah. I've seen the beach ball. I've seen some of that stuff. They're not as crazy, but they're really unified in their the cheers and the chants, and they're very dedicated and they very. Right. They're very loyal to their player. I mean, they're like really into their players. So, same Brad, thing. Have you, and have then you, the other thing is, is the beer girls at in Japan. They've got girls walking around with. Have you been to a game there? Brad? Yeah, because I was I was, I was going to bring that up when you were when you were done. I've I've never been to a uh, Japanese team playing each other in Japan, but I, I a couple of years ago I went to the um, opening day when Seattle and Oakland played a two-game series in Japan at the okay. Tokyo Dome. For, oh, that's yeah, cool. It was for Ichiro's last... Uh, oh, nice. He played the last two games. Yeah, I remember that. His last two games, that opening series, and then and then he retired. But yeah, so they've got the, the girls going around, and they've got these backpacks that, that right. look like jetpacks. <laughs> and they've got a and keg. And beer. And yeah, it's full of beer, and there's a hose that runs with a little... You no know, shit, gun, really? a trigger, wow, and the cups, and then so and and each each girl's carrying a different type of beer. So if you want a sahi or nice. Sapporo or Kirin or whatever, you they got you a know, little gun you, for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they 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 do your beer that way. They're like Doctor Octopus. With they're them. awesome, boom, and boom. they're always like in cute skirt and whatever, and they're yeah. walking. Around. Well, that brings Tokyo Dome brings up a great game. Sorry, I have to do one more. One more. Can I do one more? Yes, you can. So it's your segment. I was in uh, Tokyo. This is a Tokyo Dome. They're not my favorite team. But they were playing. Talking about the Giants? The Giants were yeah. playing, I think, the, I think the Swallows maybe. Two great pitchers on the mound. One of the pitchers ended up pitching in the States in the, in the pros, MLB. But I said to my wife, I said, because um, her dad always watches baseball on TV. I said, I'm, I'm going to get tickets for the game. Misaki and I are going to go to the game. Do you think your parents, your dad wants to go? And she goes, oh, I don't know. He's never been. I go, he's never been to a game? Really? And he'd never been to a game. So I said, well, fuck that. He's going to a game tonight. (laughs) And I got him. I got tickets. And we sat and we watched a 1-0 pitcher's duel Mm. with this ace pitcher. And I, I bought good seats because it was his first game ever right and i i took it i took my uh father-in-law and my mother-in-law to their first ever tokyo the, the baseball game in in japan and they're they're from japan so that was a pretty special moment too yeah nice oh, that's, nice yeah, that's pretty touching you're a good son-in-law <laughs> i am yeah that, i think that's why they haven't you know they're still nice to me maybe <laughs> try and talk to me they've kept my wife up there for Six months. Six months. Is, is she still in Japan? <laughs> yeah, she's still there. Oh, we don't know right, when, right. when the ETA is back. Uh, her friends are starting to ask her if she's divorced me or what's going on, but I think I think we're still together. I think you're still married. 
what this is. Chef segment. Oh, it's not my segment. We're calling this your segment. Oh, no, you're not. Well, you know, this is the. Uh, this is our theme song for the best sports movies that we recommend, right? Field of Dreams. There it is, Field of Dreams. We talked about it. <laughs> All right, so this segment is sports movies. And uh, last week, or last show, we talked about a bunch of stuff. But Brad, what's your favorite sports movie of all time. Ooh, all time. He's not even going genre. You're not even going to go certain sport. You're open, going... open. Open? Yeah. Oh, that's that's a tough one because sports movies can take on a broad... It can be like, fictional. Like Rocky. Is, I mean, is Rocky a sports absolutely. movie? Or? I think so. Absolutely. I'd say so, yeah. yeah so, yeah. well, in that sense, I would probably say Rocky. But, um, God, there's been so many. Uh, there's there's a lot of good ones and in, in, in some forgotten ones. Um uh, that may be not considered good movies, but I mean, I thought I thought they were great, movie. cool growing up. Like, yeah. remember Wildcats with Goldie Hawn? Yeah, and, absolutely. And Wesley Snipes, and mm. um, I mean, I watched that over and over and over again. And uh, um, the Best of Times with um, Robin Williams and uh, Oh yeah, yeah, that's Kurt right. Russell. That's a good movie too. Wait, what's that one? Best of times. I think it's the best of times, right? It's when they when they, it, they it's do? like their high school reunion. They try and they replay a game that oh, they. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, that is a good yeah, movie. That That's a good yeah. one. Not. Oh, a league of their own. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about that with best baseball movies. Yeah, we, we were talking about best baseball movies. So, what's your favorite? Because you're a guest, you get to set the tone. What's your favorite all-time sports movie? That you would Rocky. recommend to our audience, oh. our Rocky, which we've never even brought up as one of we've them. We've never yeah. brought up Rocky. Rocky, yeah, Rocky. But you know, everybody's seen that, right? And so, but why it, is it your favorite um, sports movie? Because it was totally fictional. Well, it, yeah, totally fictional. But I, you know, but I think, you know, because when I was a kid, I, you know, some of my friends we'd all spend the night, you know, during the summers and stuff, and and um, so we would always have our VHS tapes, and we would watch them. And so we always, yeah. you know, we were all we were all like Stallone fanatics, right? Right. You know, um, we all wanted to be Stallone, and and so we would kind of watch. <laughs> we'd just do like our own little Rocky marathon. Nice. Right. right. And um, so that was it. But uh, Hoosiers is another one. Mm. Hoosiers is a good one. Yeah, Hoosiers. That's. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough to. What was Rocky's uh, wife's name? Adrian. 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 Yo, Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. No, no, I Yo, love Rocky. Adrian. And then Rocky got weird after like three or four, but no, they've had like six or something. Yeah. 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 Well, Rocky. five. Five was was a train wreck. So I, they yeah. kind of they probably should have <laughs> stopped I, after four. But, but I but I, but I hear that they're going to do Rocky six or seven, whatever it is. I don't know. They, uh, they've got they've something. branched out. They're doing they've the Creed, the Creed, Creed thing one, two. Yeah. Actually, Apollo Creed one Creed was pretty good. good. Yeah. I don't know about two. I think he died in two. No, two that was, was okay because right? they brought back the the Russian. Oh, I must, Creed two. I must break so, you. Yeah. I must break no, I, you. I must break you. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Kramer? I'm going to go today with a volleyball movie. Oh. 
Don't say side out. Yes. Oh, I'll go with side oh, out. Shit. A classic. See <laughs> Thomas Howell. I, I've forgotten about that movie. But yeah. That was, what was his partner's name? What was the guy's name? The legend that didn't really want to play with him. That took him under uh, his wig. I know what it is, but I can't think of it. I, right I'm now. only bringing it up because um, there's on Facebook. I'm there's a thing I follow with old school volleyball, and uh, oh, yeah, they I were saying too, greatest yeah. volleyball player of all time. And uh, beach volleyball that? player. Who's that? Well, the debate Who? was between it was whether it was Karch or Phil. Oh, it's Karch. Karch. Well, what is it? Karch Karai or Karch Karai? But it was Karch. Phil was getting some mentions. It's really Karch. We all know that. Zach Barnes. And and a bunch of people were throwing out there. Zach Barnes. That was the player's name. <laughs> yeah, for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bunch of people. So that made me think of Side Out. So it's in my head right now. So I'm going to go back and watch. Side, Side out. out. I, I, I want to go back and watch it. You know what? If you're going to pull out volleyball movies, I'm going to pull one out. Beach that, Kings? Nope. <laughs> I guarantee none of you have heard of it. It's called Spiker. Oh, it's right here. 1986. Really? They have Spiker? Never watched that. Catch, catch Vitelli or something is the character. is obviously Karch Karai. Yeah, Sonny and Catch. Sidney Smith and Karch Karai. It's Dusty Rorick, Spiker. Is it who who's in it? I don't know who's in it. You should watch it. It's like like 1980 Spikers? Olympic team. 85. It's called Spiker. Yeah, Spiker. I remember that Spiker. One. About this guy on the beach who's really good. He tries out for the Olympic team and he gets cut because he's a beach guy. And, uh, the other mm. guy is really good as beach partner, but he makes it. Does mm. great. Just totally Spiker. rip off of Karchin Sinjin. Well, so what what happens in <laughs> what was when I side out side is the out. kid moves from the Midwest, right? Yep. Yeah. Kind of like Kramer. See, see Thomas Howe. And then he goes to California and he's like. And he does a 360 he set. Wants to he, learn. Has to, he has to evict yeah. Zach Barnes from the house or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he wants to, you know, he just decides he's going to play volleyball. And he just, all of a sudden, by the end of the movie, he's in the Manhattan Beach Open. Playing with Zach Barnes and freaking taking it to people. Yeah, see Thomas. I mean, he said some good stuff. Do, do you? Do you guys remember? Um, you remember the basketball scene in Soul Man? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that movie is so inappropriate. <laughs> Radar Chong. <laughs> they couldn't make that movie today, but I yeah, mean, just like White Man Can't they, Jump. Yeah, right? yeah. That was a pretty good movie. Well, we've brought that up before, but I love I love White Man Can't Jump. White Man that Can't Jump. That, that, that was great. That was a great that, buddy movie. That was a movie that broke down some like total barrier. They just like kind of went there on a few yeah. things that yeah. people wouldn't go for back then, and then or they now. did it. Or now, and yeah. they went there. What about you, Sheppy? I said I said mine. Spiker. Spiker. Okay. This is, pull out the volleyball one. Well, <laughs> he's got a deep catalog of volleyball. Ones. I got three: Beach Kings, that's, Side Out, Spiker. That, Beach Kings, Phil's in Beach Kings. Oh, my my teammates are in Beach Kings. Uh, yeah. Jason Olive. Yeah. Oh, so for mine all time, I know I'm no I know I'm gonna piss people off. All time, you're going all time. Wow, I was just you're going so, deep. I thought Brad was only giving his all time. I, I mean, no, I'm going all time, and uh, mine is uh, un unorthodox. It's uh. It's Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh well, I like I I I not the Bob Barker scene in that. It's is like it's price is right, right, bitch. I, okay, <laughs> so he, he's got a nice jab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like you know, Tiger gets a lot of credit for like bringing the the blue collar guys to golf, but I don't. I think Happy Gilmore did more for golf than Tiger Woods did, and I love Tiger Woods, but 
but when Happy Gilmore came out and he was like this disgruntled ex hockey guy and they go, you know, you should play golf because you got to pay your grandma's bills so she can save her house. And, um, you know, and, I, and, and at that time, at that time, I forget how old I was, but I wasn't really into golf. I played golf because my parents did. But when I watched Happy Gilmore, I know every single, I mean, it was infectious, right? Uh, I mean, Like yeah. every, every, even pro players. How many people do you see now when you're playing with your buddies that will run up and do the Happy Gilmore? Oh, yeah, like, everybody's Everybody wants to try it. Yeah. Who doesn't want to try the run up and yeah, even the pro, it? Yeah, even the pros did that, you know? Yeah. And, um, and that, I mean, everything about that, go to your home, <laughs> you know? Go to your home. So I thought that uh, Happy Gilmore was my all-time favorite sports movie. Doesn't mean it's the greatest sports movie. It just means, like, to me, it it brought golf to the masses more than Tiger Woods did because Tiger was a groomed professional. Happy Gilmore said anybody can play golf. And uh, I love Happy Gilmore. So that's 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 a good one. Yeah. What's your favorite quote from that movie, though? Uh, the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> I like what I like the guy who was in. Uh, oh, uh, the giant guy who was oh, yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, and he, and what James does he Bond. say when he's he running after him? Oh, oh, good, you can count. Yeah, and you can count yeah. on me <laughs> being in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good line too. Right? Then when he's chasing after him, <laughs> that's Happy Gilmore's jacket. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that 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 movie's priceless. I, I guess my favorite line in that whole movie was, "You can do it." <laughs> yeah. Well, he does that nine in so many movies. I mean, oh, yeah, I love okay. Yeah. He, did it, go he did it. He did it in uh, uh, the Water remake. Boy. It, he even did it in the remake of uh, the Burt Reynolds movie, the football movie. Oh, the longest uh, yard. The longest yard. yard. Yeah, he yeah. did it there too. Yeah, you can do the it. The longest yard. Both are good. Yeah. Uh, ta- anyway, talk about talk about like like being typecast. Rob Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> Is is the most typecast actor of all time? Well, because like Adam to... Sandler would call him up and goes, "Hey, man, I'm doing a movie," and he's like, "Rob's like, yeah," and I want you to be part of it. And he's like, "Yeah," and uh, you know, is it a major part? He goes, "Not really. You just have one line." What's you the can line? Do it. He goes, "Let me guess. You can do it exactly. I want you to do that line." Okay, well, let's see. He did it in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. He did it in Longest Yard. Longest Yard. He did it in Waterboy, which yeah. Waterboy, I mean, I we left that off the list, but that's yeah. Yeah. that's one of my faves. He did he, did he do it in he's he's done it in more movies. it's it's been out there. Yeah. yeah. So Sandler's what, uh, got some pretty memorable sports flicks. Yeah, he yeah. has. Did you see this most recent the one Hustler where he's the scout? The or, yep, the yeah. scout for the, the Sixers. Sixers, that was yeah. a great one. And the Sixers is fucking trash organization in that wow. movie wow no in the movie oh, okay in the movie in the movie because wow, he's going for you there. no oh. no because did you watch it i did i watched okay. it twice what how did you feel about them portraying the sixers like that yeah, yeah. well the guy was a dick of course the, yeah. the son that took over but why did they pick the sixers because adam sandler's a sixers fan <laughs> you didn't know that well if he is a fan he's he did a disservice to the sixers I have to wow, say. Wow, you feel that way? Well, he did, because he made them look like a fucking dick, dick short organization. Yeah. Didn't he? No. They looked bad all He made throughout. that one guy look bad, yeah, but the then in guy. the end, they came around. Yeah, right? they came around. And the sister. He became a, 
a coach. Yeah, they but, let him be a coach. But what happened? You're just trying to hate on yeah, the Sixers. You're just hating on you're just Philly. Hating on but, Philly. What, but what happened to the guy, the, the actor? Uh, the, he ended up playing for the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got cut from his actual team, right? He was, uh, wasn't he a Phoenix Sun guy? And then he, they cut him. Is he still, is that? Is oh, is that, oh, there's that the guy that played him? Yeah, I don't know the, the Spanish player, uh, Boa. He was the Boa, right? Yeah. The, the Boa Constrictor, whatever it was. But anyway. That was a good movie. It was, if you haven't watched the the latest uh, Adam Sandler movie, you you got to go catch that. You got to go catch that. All right, enough of that stuff. So we're gonna go into the scores, the scores, and the the latest stuff. Um, have you guys been watching the preseason? I know that everybody shits nope. on the preseason, but you know the Raiders are doing great. As watched, they should. I watched the highlights. Our the bench Chiefs. is better than your bench. I doubt it. Your bench might be better than our fourth string. <laughs> All right, so let's go through the preseason. Not much to talk about other than uh, it's the preseason. But uh, what's your feelings on the preseason? What 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 uh, what's yeah, the team that you're? Let's uh, talk about the Seahawks without Russell Wilson. Whoa, whoa. What's your feeling? Yeah. Um, my feel. Well, I mean, if you're looking at expectations. I would say that record-wise, they probably can at least equal what they did last year, which I think I think they won seven games last year. Who's going to be the starting QB? Uh, Locke? I don't know. Right now, everything seems to be pointing towards uh, Geno Smith mm-hmm. because Locke's, Locke's not going to play this week. Geno Smith, West Virginia, COVID. is that right? Yeah. Uh, is Pete Carroll still the head coach? Yeah. Gino was the the Jets' number one draft pick. Uh, I don't know, ten years ago or he gets something. Gets ruined by the Jets anyway. Gets isn't Pete Carroll like eighty? Whatever, well, probably close to it. He's up there, he's right? Seventy. He, yeah, he just oh, he's 70. seventy. Okay. Yeah. You think he should still be your head coach? I mean, what's your true feeling about that? Uh, you know, he's he's a young seventy, so and he's got enthusiasm. Yeah, I yeah like he's very Pete. enthusiastic. He's, he's like a Trojan. Pete. I mean, coach. I like I like Pete as a Trojan. Yes, I, absolutely. But um, I but I I think th- this going into this season feels a lot like the first couple of years of when Pete Carroll first took over, where they switched the roster. I mean, they had a lot of they don't have as much turnover now. As they did then, but they—he really turned that roster over his yeah. first couple of years. So you think he's doing a rebuild again, kind of? Kind, well, a semi-rebuild, but they're—they're they're trying to shore up the defense because that's what really that those early years with Russell—they—they they were a defensive team. That's you yeah. know, yeah, they—they they rode the defense to you know the the playoffs and the running game. So they're trying to reestablish that and. So I, this year feels like kind of the quarterback's a placeholder, mm. um, and they've got a couple number one, uh, a couple first round picks. Well, they re signed Metcalf, got a nice contract, right? They re signed Metcalf, so they're good Love at receiver. Him. So it, this year feels like I think Geno may start initially, but they'll probably go with Locke long, mm. you know, for the. Is, is Lockett still there? Lockett's there. You think they're going to be a 500 team or better? Um, I I think tough division. Uh, it's tough division. I I think high side they can probably be. What's their seventeen games now? Yeah, nine and eight. 
Mm. So, I mean, I, 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 I see them between seven and nine wins probably. Yeah. Then, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And like you said, tough division. Yeah. I mean, look, Arizona's going to be pretty good. They were decent last year. San Fran's hit or miss, who hit knows? Miss. And then the Rams are good. Yeah. So it's a battle between you guys and San Fran, I think, for third, in my mind. Yeah. And San Fran's probably right now has the better roster, but, you know, we beat them twice last year, and we were only a seven-win team. Yeah, so Certain teams Seattle divisions. plays the Niners well, so right. we'll see. They match up well, yeah. and they have an edge on them. What about you? What's You're a Kansas City fan. You want to know what's going on in the Chiefs yeah, what's kingdom going on? right now? Yeah, what's going on with the Chiefs? Well, the big talk, and every single fucking person that talks to me is says, what are you guys going to do that Tyreek Hill? All right. And I love Tyreek. You, you guys know I love Tyreek as much as anybody, but the Chiefs are going to be okay without Tyreek. If you watch the preseason game, they drove down. Are they going to make it to the final dance? They have a shot. Yeah. I'm, 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 as long as you have Mahomes. I'm fairly confident in this yeah. team that yeah. they will uh, – they will compete. I think the defense has gotten better. It's gotten younger. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, the secondary will get better as the season goes. But our linebackers are the best linebacking core we've had since Derek Thomas. I think our uh, our D-line is improved. Mm-hmm. Frank Clark's, thanks, Seattle. He's in a, on a mission this year. He's slimmed down. He stopped drinking. He stopped doing a bunch of stuff, and I think he's legit this year. He's going to have a, a, a comeback year. Chris Jones is going to be in the middle all year, so I think the defense is going to be a little better. Um, Offense-wise, our offensive line that was so young last year after the rebuild, after the disastrous loss to the Bucks in the Super Bowl, is a second-year team now, and they're going to be even better. Um, and Patty Mahomes is really – Jelling with a lot of the new receivers, Juju, MVS. You don't think Patrick Mahomes has been exposed? No. You don't. You don't think so. I think that whole exposure thing was due to the. I think a lot of it was due to the, them shutting down Tyreek on the their cover two to keep Tyreek underneath, and that was part of the problem last year. And so he's trying to force balls in, and he had a lot of drop balls in the first half of the season. Right. I don't think he's been exposed at all. I think he's gonna. I so, think he's gonna show up. So I know we we got we got the coach and myself, but do we think the Rams are gonna at all repeat? Nope. Are they? Uh, no. One and too done? hard. I think no. it's too hard. I think the NFL is too hard to repeat. Yeah, I think so. it's almost impossible. And the Chiefs had the best chance against the Bucks if they'd been healthy. That would have been the best chance. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening either. And the Rams kind of. You know, I mean, everything went right last year, but they're, they're, they've kind of become a team where they've thrown – I mean, they're all in. Right. seems like they've been all in every year for the last three years. Yeah. And they kind of just sign guys and plug them in. Mm-hmm. And that – I mean, that that only works – I mean, I'm surprised it worked last year. You know, there's – Right. All the money's yeah. on the Bills this year. Yeah. Everybody's saying it's the Bills. But a lot of people yeah. were saying it was the Bills last year. Bills can never win. You don't think they can do it? Oh, they're over. Yeah, they're over. How many? Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I don't. I think the Bills are going to be tough. Again, they're always tough. But can they win the big game? Can they close it out? Yeah. I don't know. I think I do think the AFC is tougher than the NFC again. 
Always. I'm always, always going to say that, but yeah. But I I don't expect Cincinnati to. No, I don't. I don't see them repeating what they did last year. I don't. Right. I don't know. We know Shep thinks Fair that enough. the Eagles are going to yeah, win. The Eagles are going. That's right. <laughs> Fly like a Hurts was six for six. Yeah. Scored a touchdown. Our first team looks good. 14-0 after one quarter. Get him out. Well, he was he was my uh, fantasy quarterback there last year. There you go. Year. He? How, do you yeah. do, how do you do for you? Well, I, I you know was the number one seed for my uh, playoffs, but uh, yeah, uh, I think, think the I Eagle, was the number one seed. Eagles always I, yeah. Fade. I didn't make it. I lost, but <laughs> can't say that. God, I, I love it. how this Raider fan talks that shit. <laughs> when was the last time the Raiders yeah. won? Uh, the Raiders are going to win ten games this year. Ten. At I think least Eagles ten and seven. Eagles at least, will win ten. At least, yeah. At least ten years. I mean, ten games. They sorry. might win eleven. Um, I, I think would, the Chiefs are winning twelve. You know, or more. Maybe, maybe. But uh, I'm not saying they're going to go. Know, to tough s- division, though. I don't think tough the Ra- I'm not saying the Raiders are going to go to the Super Bowl. But you think they're going to make playoffs? Well, yeah, and yeah, the, and the AFC West. I mean, it is it is a tough division. This it's going to be nuts with with Wilson in. Well, think, Wilson's going to make Denver better. They had they had good receivers but, and good defense already. But I actually think that Denver could be the fourth best team in that division. I, I think yeah. so too. You know, I think it's uh, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders. Chiefs or Chargers at the top. Yeah, and then I think it's the Raiders, and then I think it's definitely Denver at yeah. the bottom. I think Russell's going to see the difference between having Pete Carroll as his coach and somebody else. Yeah, and he's he's become so reliant on the home run ball. Because the defense, right. you know, he didn't have the best. De- you know, the defense wasn't the defense he had his first, you know, four, four or five years in the league, and the running game wasn't the same, and so everything became deep ball, deep balls. So he took a right. lot of he took a lot of sacks looking for the deep ball and couldn't hit the the crossing or short routes, underneath routes. And, and Denver does have a good D though. Their D's pretty yeah, good. That, well, that'll, good that'll keep them in games. It might keep yeah. them in some games. So, uh, Eagles. All right. Hey, 11. 11 wins. 11 wins. Okay. I mean, we're just. We're kind of early. We're not. These aren't we're our final. Very, we're very early. Oh, no. we got three we're weeks to go before early. we have to give our finals. 11 wins, yeah. Playoffs again. Okay, so you remember the last show I said, if, uh, if the Raiders are an organization that's trying to be politically correct with the female president and all this stuff. But the preseason has, I mean, the preseason isn't a lot of things, but it is something. Something to the Baltimore Ravens because they are like committed to win. <laughs> like won how many preseason? Like games? if you take the preseason and and you want to make something out of it, the Raiders have been playing good football. They have. They beat two good football teams. But they played two preseason games already. They have, yeah. Who did they play today? They well, they they beat the Vikings. And they beat the Jaguars. You're calling those two good football teams? They're okay. They're You're not... calling the Jaguars a good football team? Yeah, what was their cause. record last year, Cause? All I can say is Shepard, the coach, said that <laughs> said the Jaguars going to beat the Raiders, and they didn't. Oh, that's true. I did. You're right. <laughs> I did say that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not saying they're going to be a, a Super Bowl contenders. What, what I'm saying is if they can keep – Winning as the primary factor and not everything else that they... The they, problem with the Raiders, yeah, that's the problem. You know the Raiders I mean? are going to win the preseason. 
<laughs> they might be preseason champs. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that if they just focus on winning and not all the other distractions, like hopefully we don't have, you know, our rookie wide receiver getting in a car accident and killing people. And well, yeah, let's hope we not. don't have the Derek co- Carr is going to become a transgender athlete and what? Yeah, with all sh- that mascara he wears, like all that shit. If if we don't get distracted from football, we're going to be a pretty good football team. But I think so. I always, think, you know, that's what it well, is. Well, what I like about the Raiders is their the defense is going to be better this year. I think they're yeah. good last year. McDaniel's they've got good defensive line, defensive ends. You know, those guys get after the ball. Yeah, and they're a scary, scary team to play because of that factor, where they'll they'll get after you, and make your quarterback fuck some shit up. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. It's too too early, but everybody talks about the and Josh Jacobs. The the rumors have been quelled. He's going to stick around. Yeah, so that that's good for him. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what and, happens. Uh, they got one of the best tight ends. Yeah, I yeah. think he's kind of under, underrated. I, 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 think, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think he's better than the kid in San Francisco. I think he's better than the San Fran, or they're equal at least. Yeah. How do you think San Fran's going to do? The Niners. The mm. Niners. I mean, okay. So look, we all shit on the Niners, but they, I think they I, figure it out. I don't know that um, getting away from Jimmy G is the best thing for him. You know, and and it seems like lately, you know, it's like it seems like they'll be in the NFC Championship one year, and then they're like a six-win team the next. Yeah. Right. Um, and what about the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers returning? Well, I think that Green, I think that he made a big mistake yesterday. They heard it out. They had a meeting today. They did talked they? about it. He shouldn't be calling out those receivers uh-huh. like that on, in front of everybody. You guys know what we're talking about. Yeah. Explain. He publicly admonished young his receiver, his young receiving core Drop for pass, dropping passes, missed routes, wrong reads. But you pretty much that, everything. You think that's good or bad? I think it's. I, I think it's fine for him to say that to them in person he, or in a team meeting. I don't think he should be saying that in the media. He's acting more like a coach. But they did say that the one rookie, I forget his name, but he had his best practice today after. So maybe. So maybe. Maybe, it's, maybe he's inspiring I mean, him. When, when, you, when you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback calling out, calling out his. Yeah, I think so. Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Is, is he the GOAT? No. No, he's no. not a GOAT, but he's, he's definitely Who's a Who's the GOAT again? We know who the GOAT is. We just don't like to say it. Talking about football or basketball? No, we're talking about football. All right. We know who the offensive goat is the quarterback you know who the goat quarterback you know who the goat of all time in his position in uh in football is jerry rice oh god without question yeah yeah that's not even debatable yeah and 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 it's and it's tom brady at quarterback yeah no i don't think he's the goat i mean he's the most winning is quarterback you don't think he's the the greatest quarterback of all time no i don't think so wow I don't think I so. I disagree. Wow. I don't think so. I think you have to give it to him just on accolades alone. Fuck. Who do you got over him? Kenny Stabler? <laughs> Joe Montana? I don't like I, the Niners, but I, I mean. I don't mind it, but I think you, there's a hard, it's a hard case to go against the Tom Brader. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But uh, And the greatest running back is Christian Okoye of all time. We know that. <laughs> Wilbert Montgomery, what are you talking about? 
Bo Jackson. Come on. Oh, yeah. Bo. Come For on. his two Bo seasons. Bo would have been. No, it's, it's, been. It's, Bo could it's, have been. It's got to be Peyton. To me, it's between Walter, Walter Peyton and um, Barry Sanders. Oh, wow. As far and as. If Barry Sanders hadn't quit at like 29 or 30 years old. The most fun to watch four, is definitely Barry play, Sanders. Played another two or three years. But he how, can, have you, how can you discount OJ or Jim Brown? Yeah. I mean, well, the running back's really hard in this. It gets, I, I've always felt like. Walter Payton had a – he did not get his due accolade because they never let him have a touchdown on the Super Bowl. Yeah, they screwed him over in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Bears. No wonder they haven't won it. The Bears. The Bears. And I think the only knock on Sanders is – Longevity. Well, it's longevity. He didn't play as long, and, and that was just his decision. But it, it he didn't score touchdowns like um, – Walter Payton or Emmett Smith. Emmett did. Smith, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Or Ladanian Tomlinson. Eric yeah. Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. There's too many running. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. Tony Dorsett. <laughs> but none of them, none of them can carry candle to Bo Jackson. Well, or in his short term, Marcus Allen. Marcus yeah. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Trojan. Is He's he a, a chief. He's a Raider. He's a Raider more than he is. No, he's not. You know, he went in the Hall of Fame as. Well, no, that that had nothing to do with him. He didn't get to choose. Yeah, he did. Yeah, they do. They choose who they go as. Yeah, he did. And he was still pissed off at the Raiders because they would only, because of what what they did to him. That's why he went in as a chief. Why does he recruit for the Raiders then? Because maybe the (laughs) fucking Al Davis died and he's over it. (laughs) I can, you know the story. You know the story of me going into the Coliseum when I was in college at SC, and I wore a Marcus Allen jersey, a Chiefs jersey, into the Coliseum for a Raiders-Chiefs game, and everybody said, you shouldn't do that. You're going to get – because the same year that two Pittsburgh guys got the shit beat out of them for wearing Steeler jerseys inside there, and every person I saw said, fuck Al Davis, Marcus Allen should still be a, Ra- a Raider. You know, they right, were like, right. love your jersey. They, nobody gave me any sh- I got all love. You're not going to sh- get hate for Marcus Allen jersey in a Raider game. Because they all realized that he got screwed by the Raiders. Yeah, you know, love it or hate it, right? All right, let's go with the NBA. Uh, LeBron James is the big news. He, he signed a 97-something million. Is that a high? Is two that a years. big two number years. these days? Well, that's what, it's hard to tell. That's uh, 48 That's yeah. a lot of money. million a year. For two yeah. years, yeah. yeah. 47, I mean, 48 million. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, okay. The Kloppenbergs make that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Okay, but let's let's focus on that. Let's every night I dream. Yeah, yeah let, let's every focus, night I dream. Let, I wake up that I got the big contract offer. Right. Yeah. Let's let let us focus on the Lakers because it is a big really? deal. Right? We have to. Well, God. we should because I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> so you might take a shit. So, you know, the big news at at Lakerland is uh, that they're going to say, okay, let's see how the team plays, and so Russell Westbrook, or West, you know. West Brick as is he is he staying too? He's gonna stay, and they're wow. gonna. Rob Palinka said, "Look, let's just see how they play, and then we'll make decisions." But before the All Star break, but uh, how do you think the Lakers are gonna do this year? I mean, I have no about as well as they did this so year. far out. You think so? When does it start? You know, I, I can't. October. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, just. I think they might. Your your fan. Your fan allegiance aside, how do you think the Lakers are going to rebound from one of the most mismanaged 
worst year, one of the worst years they've had in recent times. Oh, God. How it's do you tough feel? because it's a new coach. New coach. Same players. Yeah. Well, not not same players. Well, but, the yeah. same main core. Main core. Well, Alan, do you think Davis is going to show up to most of the games? No, I think he'll be injured a lot. That's I think his so MO. Too. His yeah. MO is that he's injured a lot. He's always been fragile, yeah. right? Well, you know, if, if Davis stays healthy because right. he hasn't been, mm-hmm. LeBron really, you know, is starting to – when he plays, he's 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 not showing his age when he plays, but you know he's not playing as many games as he used to. He's not a. I think it was the the year after they won the championship, so that would have been what twenty twenty one. He 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 missed a lot of games. Um, uh, Westbrook, you know, My if you can get Laker. if you can get Westbrook to kind of. Buy into the system. Buy into the system, and you know, because he can do everything, right? But yeah, he's, he's you don't athletic. want you don't want him to do everything. If he right. can, if he can have him, like, be your assist guy, you know, rebound. Even though he's a guard, he's you know he's a good rebounder, and not worry about having to score. Then, you know, I think they I, I think they can do all right. I mean, I. But that's a tall order to ask of Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the challenge. Yep. That's that's the biggest challenge is getting him to to buy into it and adjust. You I mean, know, put his ego aside. I mean, Chris, you you of all of us here, you've been the elite athlete, played collegiate ball, and you you've been close to these kind of very talented players. Is it hard for these guys to take a role? It's very hard. And why is that? It, a lot of it just has to do with their mental makeup. I mean, they're they are who they are because right. they've been that's they're how genetically they, that's how they predisposed to be that way, and that's how they right. made it that far. They're not going to change just because it's just because it's of really the coach, hard for them. Right? It doesn't matter who the coach is. But you don't think that a coach can be inspirational and say, "Hey, possible." There's like you, like we talk about Phil Jackson all the time. How he no. he could probably do that, but you know, yeah, it, it's a tall order. All right. And Russell Westbrook is who he is, and I don't see him changing. Yeah. So, so. How do you think you think the Warriors are gonna? What is it? Repeat? Uh, no, I don't. You don't? Yeah, I don't think so. Either. I don't think they're gonna repeat. Yeah, they had a nice little run there at the end. I, 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 it's pretty wide open. Mm-hmm. You know, Phoenix is. You know, Phoenix was tough last year. They're going to be tough this year. But you, you kind of wonder, I mean, like at what point does Chris Paul, like kind of all of a sudden you start to see where, all right, he's what, 36, 37? Yeah. I mean, 400 it, years old. Yeah. yeah. They got drama that they dealt with. You know, how's that going to reflect this year? Right. So. Well, and was it Devin Booker? He signed. He didn't he resign a three, four year deal. I think so. No, that what was the other guy? The guy that wanted out for a while. The what was his name? The, the big guy for Phoenix who got called out, and he was kind of pissed off that he got called Andre out. Andre Dayton. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's Andre, back. Yeah. I think they got him back, and so how that's do you think the, question mark. How do you think the Celtics would do? I, I hate. They were so close, right? <laughs> They're gonna be good. I mean, you think I, so? I, yeah, I can't. I, I think they're going to. I think they're going to be a 500 team. Celtics? Yeah. 
No. no. I think they're going to implode. No, they they had some trade issues, right? They had some issues during this this early on, and they had key players that um, that was questionable to be re-signed. And I don't think the, the team chemistry is going to be there wow. anymore. I think prior to that's the trade, that's a big. That's a big. Prediction. I don't think they're going to be as successful as they were this past year. But we'll see. It's too early. We'll move on. What about the WNBA? Go Sixers. It's the playoffs right now, WNBA. Oh, is that still happening? Well, let's Sorry. talk about the WNBA. So um, the Liberty shocked the sky today. Yeah. 98-91 in their first game of the first round. And the Aces stomped the Mercury 79-63. The favorite winning there. And then tomorrow we have the Wings taking on the Sun. And the Mystics taking on the Storm. Just All right. who, who was the one? The Suns and who? The Sun and the Wings. I don't know who. Wings? Know what team is that? Wings are from. Sorry. <laughs> I really never heard of that team. Well, so there was a couple of upsets, I guess, today. The higher seeds lost. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow, uh, well, the Storm should win. I mean, it's Sue Bird's last playoff run. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. should. They got the best player in the WNBA, Brianna Stewart. So, I think the girl for the is it the Liberty? Is that the New York team? Yeah, that Inesco. Inesco. Yeah, is that her name? Yeah. Boy, that girl can shoot the rock. I mean, she just throws it down, and she can play. She's a baller. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, th- you know, I think everybody thought that the Las Vegas, the Aces, they were going to be the. The team this year. Uh, well, they are the but, one seed. Yeah. So. Well, did uh, while we're on the WNBA, did you did you watch the uh, Bill Burr's special on Netflix where he was addressing the WNBA? No. All right. I I'm, love Bill Burr. I'm, I'm going to put it on real quick. I think I have the right clip. A couple months back, professional soccer player, right? She goes on to ESPN or one of these sports channels, and she starts bitching. Going like, I don't understand. How come female athletes don't make as much as male professional athletes? Oh, man, why are you doing this? And all of these men had to sit there and act like they didn't know what the answer was. (laughs) They had to sit there like dumbfounded, like, oh, I don't know. Why is that? That is a conundrum. I I have no idea. Literally, I'm sitting at home screaming at the TV because you don't sell any fucking tickets! <laughs> Nobody is going to women's soccer games! You're playing in a 20,000-seat arena. 1,500 people show up. That's not a good night! The promoter lost his fucking ass on that gig. I'm not saying no professional female athletes, Serena Williams, the women in the UFC, you know? but nobody's watching your fucking sport. And then you're gonna come and you're gonna get mad at fucking men. They keep doing that shit. Why are you yelling at us? It's not our fucking job. It's not my fucking job to give a fuck about women's soccer, okay? I have men's sport to pay attention to. This is, it's your bullshit, right? Dude, look at the WNBA. Here we go. Dude, nobody in the WNBA got COVID. They have been playing in front of three to four hundred people a night for a quarter of a century. 
not to mention, it's a male subsidized league. We gave you a fucking league. None of you showed up. Where are all the feminists? That place should be packed with feminists. Faces painted, wearing jerseys, slashing their titties. Going fucking nuts like the guys do. In the upper deck with their big beard titty. Am I on the jumbotron? Am I doing it? You can tell there's women cheering. None of you, none of you went to the fucking games. None of you. You all, you failed them. Not me. Not men. Women failed the WNBA. Ladies, ladies, name your top five all-time WNBA players of all time. Come on. I could. That's it. Name five WNBA teams. Name the WNBA team in your fucking city. You can't do it. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about them. They play night in and night out in front of nobody. It's a fucking tragedy, right? And then meanwhile, you look at the Kardashians, they're making billions. You look at those Real Housewife shows, they're making money hand over fist because that's what women are watching. And the money listens. You don't want to watch this shit, you watch this shit. They just shoot it over there, drowning these whores in money. Purses and shoes and Botox. It's just raining. It's raining money. Yeah, so the money listens. You'd rather watch that shit. Real Housewives, bunch of women just tearing each other down. Well, maybe that's why your husband left you. Maybe that's why your husband left. That's why you can't have kids, bitch. That's why your ass is as flat as your titties, bitch, right? Oh my God. That's the message you sent. We would rather watch that than see a bunch of women come together as a, as a team and try to achieve a common goal. We would rather watch them actually fucking destroy each other. Yeah. No, no, no. And then in the end, you come back and you fucking yell at guys. Like, and it's like, all right, so let me get this straight. I have to buy you a drink, stop the ax murderer from coming through the fucking window. And I have to watch WNBA games for you? Like, when are you gonna pick up your end of the couch? <laughs> That's a pretty interesting take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, is there a little truth in that? There's a lot of truth in that, I think. Um, I, I think it's a good point. I think he's got a good point about um, going to, you know, supporting. Well, he's, yeah, he's got a good point that they obviously they don't have the attendance that right. men's sports, men's NBA games have. Um, what would be the reason for less women going to the support the other okay, ladies? Because so they don't really that, care. That's they the question. Don't. I was watching Bill Burr and Kelly, who is not. She's not a male. Does not put up with any of that shit. She was laughing because, and because she was laughing because there's a point to this, right? Why aren't more women watching WNBA? It's an honest question that he brings up. But my point is, you would think that there'd be more young women, like, like that they could draw a crowd, and I think the crowd is that is the younger girls who play basketball. 
would want to go and see yeah, but ladies they, play. But they're not they're not going, "Oh, I want to be like her." Well, they, I'm sure there is some that are. They want they're they're saying, oh, "I want to be more like Steph Curry or they want to be more like LeBron James or they're going to be more like uh you know, I mean, Jason this Tatum. isn't a question that just started happening with the WNBA. Yeah. I mean, it happens, and it's a big question. And at tennis is a big, a good example. Tennis is fighting the same. But tennis is different because tennis, you well, got, the women only play three sets yes, instead play, of I was five. I say sets. that they only play three. Yeah. They only yeah. play three instead of five, but they want equal pay. But then why not? Have the men play only three, or the yeah. women play five? Well, or, but, yeah. I mean, there's too many. There's a lot of factors in it. I mean, it's, there's a lot of factors, but I think it, at least in tennis, I think that at least for me, there's like when you watch Wimbledon or something, right. there's as much interest in the women's finals as there is the men's. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least it's you it's don't. Equal. I think that, I, I, I want to watch. I want to watch both of them. I think that right? about World Cup soccer. Yeah, I think about that with golf, women's golf. Like, oh man, she's a great player. Like she can she can hit. I right think next they to the have pin. a draw. I think. I, well, I think about that. About okay, here's a good one because we can all relate, or those of us that play or watch or coach. Which draws more in the Olympics, viewers? Women's beach volleyball or men's? Oh, women's. The women's by far. Yeah. The women's right. by far. Because they're the they play entertaining game. They play an entertaining game. It's a little more even at this point where it's like kind of whatever. And and I, I don't want to sound bad. You're gonna sound, yeah. you're gonna sound sexist, but say I'm it. gonna sound sexist. But they're fun. They're beautiful to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just when, trying to put it in a nice way. I mean, there's you're gonna draw guy fans. Not just girl fans because of so what's the, way the problem they look. with the WNBA? Well, the the problem with the WNBA is is I think maybe it's just that basketball is there's such a con. I mean, there's there's a huge difference in the athleticism of an NBA player and a WNBA player. I mean, look at look at these guys like. Should they lower going the up, goals a little? Going bit? up for dunks that that and there's there's I mean their heads are above the rim they they can damn near touch the the top of the backboard everybody likes to see that especially when it when it, when they're so fast and quick and it's just it's amazing and powerful right and no. everybody's like holy shit what but the, the thing yeah, is, but is, is no, no, that's a good point because if you like usually and it doesn't happen very often in a WNBA game but when there is a dunk. That's like the main. Oh my God! There was a dunk Even in the, the NBA, NBA game. But you go watch a and NBA she, highlight. And she barely got above yeah, the rim. Yeah, she barely got there. But you watch an NBA highlight. There's like ten dunks a game. It's so maybe the sport needs to be adjusted to make them more, give them a chance. Yeah, like but, volleyball, I mean, for example, has a lower net. Yeah. So well, the NCAA uh, women's basketball does a good. They have a good audience. They have a good audience, but still, I think that Inescu or Sue Bird or somebody, maybe they could play with the men. I've seen but women play with the men and be a playmaker, like how dishing much, off passes. Of I'm not a maybe should they put it all together and you forget the WNBA and let's see the best women compete in the NBA. I don't think they're going well, to do that. Mar- but it could be a marketing thing, thing too it? because why, why do you want to market – WNBA to, that it's like the NBA game it's not you should like go there's a ton of women out there that I think shoot better than a lot of guys 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a basketball fan, the way the women play sometimes, the way that's they my, pass, they move the rock, point. they shoot. They but they don't. The they don't. They don't. Yes, that's not their marketing strategy. They're just like, we're just as good as guys. Well, no, it's it's different. Right. And so for the the basketball guy who understands the game, the like, he can appreciate that. The but the casual fan is like, yeah, oh, fuck, I think just every day. It's a slower and, uh, yeah, game. and I think in some ways, more of the of the women are fundamentally sound yeah in yeah. basketball that than a lot of the men's players because a lot of the a lot of the 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 men's play NCAA and NBA they rely so much on athleticism mm-hmm. and they're not as skilled you know when it comes to to dribbling and and free throw shooting i mean it's it's a different game it's a, yeah it's a different game yeah, which which leads me to which is good for your point, point. Brittany yeah. Grimer and her. Well, the Grimer. big thing about that is how the trade's going to go down. <laughs> uh, some secret one way in Turkey. And well, yeah. the big thing about that is that for me with Brittany, as much as I've I've watched her whole career, and right. she's had troubles along the way, even in Baylor when she decked that other girl and all this other stuff has happened. She should know better. As you're much t- as I feel for her, because you're talking about the Russia thing. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, marijuana proponent. People know that. What? Okay, well let's let's. I know I know you're shocked. Let's, first let's, time. Let's bring it into context. What happened to Brittany Grammer? Well, she took uh, oils or marijuana-based oils. She tried to. She took them into Russia, and she said it was an accident that she just was packing her things and it kind of happened i understand that she needs that for some of her physical pains and stuff right it helps with that and it helps me with my back pain so i i understand where she's coming from with that but you have to know where you're going with that you can't just like go especially at the time that it was country and and, in a foreign country Mm -hmm. and think that it's right at the start of their invasion and and to bring that with her so i mean as much as i feel for her and wish that she wasn't in her situation. Right. She brought. She had control. She had control, and 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 don't get me wrong. I I hope she gets out. I don't think the penalty should be as harsh as harsh as they're they're what, making it. But different it, like country, nine years nine years prison. But different countries have different things. You don't go into Singapore and bring bubble gum. Yeah. You know that you're not supposed yeah. to have chewing gum in Singapore. Yeah. Right? Well, you you're not, you can have chewing gum, but you just can't. Spit. And she's played there for how many years? So she knows she had to have known. And maybe I'm wrong because maybe they've never announced that that's the, their policy on it. Right. But she should have known that Russia has a strict policy on yeah. that. And she should have been more cautious. So the. the, the they're obviously looking for it. The discussion is. Um, Russia says, okay, fine. We'll let. We'll give her for. For this, you know, they're doing a trade, right? Basically, is it going to happen? That's that's happening. And uh, my question to you both here is: Should the U.S. government say, "Okay, we'll get, we'll, we'll take her back, and uh, in return, you can have a, a known spy and an enemy of our state"? What are they giving him, Donald? They're giving Donald Trump for? <laughs> no, talking about arrested Russian spies. Oh, oh okay, sorry. Yeah. Thought it was Don. I thought they were giving Donald. Not the Don. For, not the big Don. I thought they were giving Donald for Brittany. 
No, I mean, what do you think about that? What I mean, she's she's made a and and there's not a lot of like sympathy off out there for her. There is. There is on there the one is. side the whole WNBA and you listen to a lot of places and they're like wrongfully and that's, whatever. And, and that's why the U.S. will do it. Yeah, it's yes. going to happen. That, that, that's why it's going to happen. And she's she is a great athlete and a, a Olympian and all this other stuff. She's done some great things for USA Basketball in that respect. But I think she made a misjudgment in not yeah. thinking and, more. And, and it sucks for... The dozens or hundreds or we don't know how many other people that have run into similar circumstances that the U.S. won't be willing to yeah, I make a who, trade for. And, I wonder who else is there that's not getting traded for. But for for mm. for the public relations aspect of it, absolutely the U.S. has to. Yeah, do something exactly. it's gonna and happen. will and will do something what do, what do you think is gonna basically boil down you think the u.s will trade for her and for the russian spy that they're talking about i think they should try and get two for one they should try and get two americans for well, the one well russian and they spy. and they are okay. i think that was part of the discussion. i think they are there's, there's, there's another guy another guy that there's that, a guy so they're trying to get yeah. two guy Brittany and a guy yeah, yeah. for this one Russian, which I think maybe maybe it's a good deal. We'll see later, see if they pan out, their prospects. But, I mean, they could pan out after they get out of the minor leagues and see if they – oh, no, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, we're talking about confused. a baseball trade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just feel like, yes, the, it's, it's harsh. You think she should do nine years for it? No, no, I don't think so. But, but like you said earlier, like she should have known – she should have known her, her where what I mean she's there she knows the local rules she's played there before she played in Russia in right. previous years so she knows you think they were just looking out for I think they were looking for anything because they wanted to I think she probably even took those in before and that this time they just popped her because the war was getting ready to happen and they wanted some leverage mm. that's what I think All right all right, that's enough of the uh, NBA. It's not even season yet, but um, let's go to the uh, Major League Baseball, which is in season. I think we talked a lot about MLB. No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't talk enough about it. Oh, yes, we did. Well, we well, didn't talk about the current season. We talked about like our teams and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I can feel. All you. right. So I like to say I like to open this Dodgers. segment up with the Dodgers. I do. Yeah, I'm whispering. That's Best record. Uh, <laughs> Don't mean shit. <laughs> it's all about the but, playoffs, buddy. But let's let's just go with you losers and uh, and your losing teams. Kansas City did a great job of we, not uh, not getting swept. I'm not going to say that we're anything but but what we are. We are a youth movement movement rebuild. You guys, and are rebuild. I'm so happy that we have six to seven rookies in the lineup every day and that we're competing with that i can live with it because that's what i wanted all season and they're finally forced to do that after those jackals didn't go to toronto and uh well let me ask you about the the padres situation they they signed juan soto well no let's let yeah let's talk about that tatis gets busted tatis is the topic uh of course um he didn't do his team any favors 
Um, but what do you think the judgment call with the Padres signing Juan Soto, thinking that they're going to try to get into the wild card, and uh, Tatis uh, being injured all year, finally looking like he's going to come back, gets busted for PED. PED. Which he said he was taking for a ringworm on his feet or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about all that? Uh, I, I think that, again, a poor judgment call by him. I, oftentimes, though, I think that these players are looking to get back. They want to get – he probably did it for the right – he wants to get back fast to help his team, right? He would think. But he just should have gone about it a different way. He said he just didn't read it. He didn't recognize it, and he feels bad. But how look, long did he get? I don't know. It was he's got enough games that it carries over yeah, into next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Gonna, he's going to miss like thirty games into the next season. Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. And yeah. I think like he's eighty something, right? Or yeah. I think it's just a bet. Those guys need to be more cautious. And he said it himself. He needs to be more cautious and look for it. But I, I mean, you got to feel that the rest of the team probably thinks, you know, fuck you. You, you're saying that now, yeah. but you screwed us over because they were feeling pretty good about that whole Juan Soto Yeah, Soto I, thing. I, I just don't know how – because this happens every year to somebody in baseball, it seems like. And I, I just don't see how they – with the money they're making mm-hmm. and they all have personal trainers mm-hmm. and physicians mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. team doctors, it's like how do they let this slip – through. I mean, right. why, why aren't why aren't you consulting with? I mean, the three layers of yeah. physicians and stuff you have that know exactly what you can and cannot take. That, that's do, the big question, right? That, you, you almost know, think that he's trying to get away with something, and then he got busted. Like, exactly. oh god, so it's ringworm. That's, that's, that's your standard yeah. answer. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you know, you brushed it off to make it look like you weren't really cheating. You know yeah. that it was an innocent mistake, but it. It's not. There's plenty of other people probably getting away with it. Oh, yeah. Of course there are. And so he's like, oh, it can get me back faster. I'm going to do it. So he does it. But now my question is, is how does it affect the team chemistry moving forward? Not just this year, but next year. Especially for that team who's competing for that wild card spot. They're the last spot, I think, right now. So do you think that they're going to use it as a, well, fuck it. We got to go all in because... He's our boy, you know. Well, they already canceled his bobblehead night. Oh. Ooh. Well, you won't be going to that then, cause You can be late. <laughs> Padres are Those just canceled. being canceled. Padres are being the Padres. I think the Padres will still make the playoffs. I think they're going to get in there. Yeah. Well, but they probably will, but. I think they're not going to do shit once they get in because yeah. he's a dynamic player. Do you think they'll trade him or do something with him because they're no, upset with him? No, I don't. I, think so. No, I don't think so. I think they'll, they'll just they'll, forgive him. They'll they'll forgive him. They'll write it out, and then he comes back next year, and you know they play the first thirty plus games without him next year, and he comes back, and they hope Sato's settled in by then, and then they they hope they can make a push to win the uh, NL West. What do you think is going to happen with Shohei? Uh, the Angels didn't trade him. They 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 could have. They should have, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, because he's gonna be a free agent next year. After, after next year. After next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that that was a mistake no. on the Angels' part? No, I think they'll 
they keep him or they trade him during the off season. Yeah, but but you think they should have gotten more players this year? I, mean, I they, think I think I think I think you can get as many players as I think you can get as many players during the summer. I mean, during the break yeah. or early next year or mid year as you could have got just right now. Shohei's not losing value. He's getting a little bit older, but his value is still here. Yeah. You're still going to get a max return for him, so why not right out? I got, out the I got to watch him. him. Uh, you know, as as you I've know, watched him. I just I just got back from um, uh, my Los Angeles trip, and I caught two Dodgers game, but I had an opportunity to watch uh, the Angels and the Rangers, and he was pitching, and of course he was batting. And uh, he had 11 strikeouts, 11, and um, he almost had a home run, but they lost the game 0-2. And you know he's he's, he's stated, amazing. He stated he's like, hey, look, I love the Angels, uh, I love the organization, I love the players, I love the fans, but I love winning more. And so he's already hinted that he wants to go to a winning. Team. He'll be uh, met. Or a Yankee, or an Astro, or, or one a of these. Oh. No, yeah, he's oh, God. But, yeah, he, he's he, he's probably going to stay on the West Coast. Probably be in Seattle. Nah, well, <laughs> they, they, you know, maybe. maybe. I'm not getting my hopes up. Well, but, he loves each. But Seattle, you know, because you know how they have to bid on the right. the teams have to bid for the rights to the Japanese players, and so Seattle and the Angels were the two teams that were. Had it realistic that had a shot at, at yeah. Otani and he, he he went to the Angels, but um, so yeah, it's 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 what I would think that it would be uh, most likely the Angels are able to re-sign him. I don't know, uh, but then the Dodgers, the Giants, or the Mariners. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he he would want to. I heard he's going to Kansas City. Do the whole <laughs> East Coast thing yeah. you know i mean where else is there i mean there's 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 boston new york cubs we need some japanese in philadelphia right. I, well, I, i'm gonna call the I'm gonna big money call. is in yankees but for the angels yeah long term i mean what's going on with trout yeah you the know, angels have too ten, many he's got that 10 year yeah. contract and his back's all messed up the angels so. have so many questions yeah they're they're I, I don't think he he's tradable who wants to deal with? I mean, he's a great player. He's he's a fantastic player, but who wants to deal with all his back? I feel for Trout because I like him. I think he's yeah. a great guy, but yeah, um, you know, Houston owns that division right now. Well, and yeah. uh, the, it, and and they do it because their farm system. They do a great job in their farm system. They do a great job of bringing people in, and they cheat. <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> Well, the, they've been known to. Money, but, money says that the World Series is. I mean, if it, everything goes the way they're supposed to go, Dodgers Yankees this year. It never goes the way it's supposed to go. What do you think? What do you think about that? Actually, Houston's got a better record than the Yankees right now. Yep. They're yeah. two and a half games up on them, and Houston has the Yankees' number. They do in the they do season this year. Houston's every time got they play, everybody's number. Even you know. Mariners play in the same division as Houston, yeah. and I think Houston's like in a ten-game span. The Mariners played right after the All-Star break. I think it was a, a 
two, not back-to-back, but a three-game series, and then Mariners had somebody in between, and then another three-game series with Houston. And Houston won, like, five of six. Um, and this is after the Mariners won 14 in a row right before the right. All-Star break. So they've got the Mariners' number. They've got the Yankees' number. Um, Yankees are in a free fall, even though they've had, they have had a even dramatic they, win today. Yeah, walk-off, I mean, that grand was slam. That was something how that turned out. But, Donaldson, um, I hate that guy. Yeah, so Houston's looking <laughs> like – well, it's looking like Dodgers Oakland. in Houston right now. I mean, if you yeah. ask me. But, yeah. But we'll see. Some but teams, I am pulling for Brad, and I'm just saying this because Brad's here, but in the American League, I'm pulling for those Seattle Mariners. I'd like to see Seattle or Toronto get in there. Well, One I'm, of those two. I'm, I'm going to just tell you guys right now. If the Dodgers and the Yankees happen, which may not happen, but— You're going to go. You're I'm going. going. I'm going. i got to go. Why? Just because it's the Yankees? What if it was Dodgers and Mariners? You wouldn't go? Uh, no. Well, I would go regardless. Fuck the Yankees. Why do you give them that much yeah. fucking love? Well, because it hasn't happened in... How, was it it happened too many times before. No, it, it hasn't uh, happened in modern years. Like, when did they play? 81 or... Yeah, they something played like in that. the 80s. Early like 80s. Some 40 years. Um, but I would also go. Tickets were good. You would think you'd Tickets go if it's Dodgers than anybody. Yeah. No, if no, you're no. a true Dodger fan, true you'd be fan. like, my team gets there. I'm going. Don't get If it the wrong. Phillies go to the World Series, I'm going. I, I'll tell I you right now. Shit. We're marking that down because they could do it. I, I know they could. I'm I going. I will go, but, but, but more so if, if it's the Dodgers Astros. Oh, I'm definitely. You want you want to get a little revenge? Redemption, Redemption World Series. I think the Dodgers. Was that, was that the sign stealing? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. the trash can. The whole bit, right? The whole bit. Everybody's gonna have trash cans if that happens. Everybody's Shit. gonna be like, I got a trash can. All right. So, how do you think your team individually are gonna do the rest of the season? Uh, let's start with Brad. Oh God, I think. Um, well, this the schedule sets up favorably. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, which is always kind of scary because you think, you know, maybe there's a letdown, right, and you let lesser teams beat you. But, um, um, you know, obviously Mariners have no shot really at at, at the division. Uh, Houston's, games Houston's too far ahead at this point. So, um, you know, you're just hoping you get one of the wild cards. And, you know, they have the uh, – Mariners right now have the – Longest playoff drought of any of the major um, professional teams. <laughs> so wow, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just hope they finish strong. They, you know, they're playing well right now. Hope they continue to play well, finish strong, and get one of the wild cards. And then you know, once you're in, then it, anything can happen. I think I think with with baseball and football, I think uh, you know teams that are playing well down the stretch that get in a lot of times it's wild card teams they they make runs right 2014 royals um basketball's a little bit harder it pretty much follows the seating but um right. with baseball and football i think once you're in anything can happen anything can happen what do you think about the uh new york mets the mets how do you think they're gonna do the mets are an exciting team to watch They've actually done well in their pitching now that they're going to have Scherzer's back. Right. Or coming back, right? Is he back? And they've got DeGrom. Yeah, he just came back. He just came back. I think the Mets can 
I think they're going to win the division. They're four and a half in front of Atlanta. I think they can hang on and win the division. Uh, we'll see. Some people would love to see the Mets versus the Yankees in the World Series. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. But, um, you know, I think that's a, that's an exciting division. I think the other division that's fun to watch down the stretch, because that one's only a four-and-a-half game s- split, St. Louis and Milwaukee's three games mm-hmm. apart. And then you look at the AL Central, not to go to my own division, but there's three teams with a shot to win that division with uh, Cleveland up by a game on Minnesota and two games on uh, Chicago. And I just think that's going to be a fun if we want to talk just what's going to happen down the stretch is that's going to be a fun division to watch to see who who wins the royals are going to play a part in that because they're playing all those teams down the royals schedule by the way down the stretch there we're playing mostly teams with winning records all the way down and we've got a very young team so it's gonna be fun to watch they're a scrappy team to see if they can scrap out some wins against and and ruin or help some teams play off the uh, hopes, but I think the AL Central is going to be fun to watch. Uh, I think I said this on our first show when we started talking about baseball that I thought the White Sox would win the division, and they're two games out. And I still kind of think the White Sox are going to pull it out in that division. The Twins, but the way the Twins played the last three games against the Royals, whew, they really looked good, and they picked up some good good players. Uh, the Yankees, they're going to hang on and win the. Don't you guys agree they're going to win that ALA? Yeah, they will. They will. They're ten games in front of Toronto and Tampa Bay, but those are power. Those are stock teams, and I really, and we said this last week or whatever. I, I root for the underdogs. The Baltimore Orioles, a rebuilding team, been rebuilding for years. They're a game and a half out of the wild card. I'd like to see them make a push. How about the nice. How about them Phillies? Hey, I'm feeling good about the Phillies. Uh, they're a scary team. I've always said that. Winning the division is probably not going to happen. They're ten and a half out, and the Braves are in front of them as well as the Mets. So, but I do remember back in two two thousand eight, two thousand nine, whatever it was. I think they were down seven with seventeen to go, and they end up winning the division. Yep, they're very streaky. Uh, but I feel good about them making the wild card, and like you said, you know, get the playoffs Anything. if they're hot. Don't beat anybody. I mean, they, and, and we have we have a lot of good. You know, our favorite our schedule is favorable. We have a lot of, and I don't want to jinx it, but we have a lot of games with the Nationals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do have a, a lot of games with the Mets as well. So there's there's it's possible, but I think wild card is the more realistic. When you get to the wild card, it's about the pitching though too. Yeah, and our pitching and has you, been our pitching has been good. Their starting pitching is your yeah. Achilles heel is your defense. But even that's been better lately. It's gotten better. Our, and I think, your, I and think, your bullpen. I think your bullpen. our Achilles heel is our, our streakiness hitting. Our bullpen has been fine. Our they, bullpen's been good. Earlier in the year, they were. Early it wasn't, but our right. starting pitching has been fine. I think if you look it up, our, our bullpen is one of the best in the majors right now. Mm. They haven't been giving up runs a lot. Starting pitchers have been going deep, but it's just our batting. Sometimes it's like we'll score 12 13 runs, and then, and then, you go and then we'll score zero yeah. for a couple. And then we'll go back to scoring 10, 11. So if, you know, if we're hot at the right time with the bats, yeah. who knows? I'd be a little excited. I might be on a plane going to Philly. I think exciting. I, I think a few shows ago I said, I said the Dodgers may hit 108. They're at 81 now. You think that's just un- unattainable? Well, well, how many games are left? There's about, what, 40, 42 games left? Yeah. Something yeah. like that, yeah. One thirty-six, yeah. 
108. They were on a tear before they lost that one game to the Royals. <laughs> yes, that's right. I think they've won 14 out of uh, 13 games in a row. So, well, I mean, they're 8 and 2 in their last 10. So, they're hot. Yeah. And Muncie's starting to hit, and uh, our bullpen is stronger than ever. Uh, you know, our question. Our, I thought your bullpen was your weakest part, though. Our closers. Your... Our closer is. Uh, Kimbrell is. Uh, he's. I always get nervous when he's pitching, right? But Kershaw's coming back. But somebody got. Who got sent to the. Is done for the season? Walker. Yeah. Bueller is out. Um but, you know, a lot of our quiet pitchers have, have done really great um, this year. Goslin. Um, Goslin's been great. Taylor. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how the M- MLB will go. And, and Vato's worked out. Uh, yeah. 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 And he's he's done a lot better than uh, he was. It's, uh, it's a culture thing, right? Baseball is all about momentum. Uh, we say that about sports a lot, but um, I think uh, we'll see. We'll see how Dodgers didn't do a lot of uh, major changes in the uh, trade season. Um, they brought in Gallo and a couple. Why of, do you need to when you're stacked but, already? Was that a Gallo? Did Gallo. I say Vato? Yeah, yeah I, Gallo. I yeah. Gallo. He card. was with the Yankees, right? Yeah, I think. No, he's Cards, isn't he? No, he Cards. was with the Yankees. Yankees, okay. Yeah. Texas, then Yankees. Yeah. Then yeah. No, I'm talking about Vato. He's he's a card. He's a card. Oh yeah, uh, did Vato go to the Cardinals? I thought he From was Cincinnati? Oh, no, he's Cincinnati. Sorry. Sorry. He's still Cincinnati. Yeah. I think they, they, he's a national treasure over there, yeah. city treasure. He's a Canadian national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's touch base on golf a little bit. Um, the uh, Live Tour is uh, still making news. Um, between our last episode today, it was revealed that they had tried to. They got a lot of money this this league, and they tried to sign Tiger for I want to say what was it nine hundred million. Well, yeah, ri- originally Almost they said it billion. was like a billion, but then I heard it was you know last I heard it was like you know seven hundred and fifty million. Just or rounding up, but I mean it, it, a lot of money. <laughs> Lots of money, right? More than more than the lotto. Let's just say that. And uh, of course, Tiger's come on record and said, "Look, I'm never going to play for those guys." Of course, he's going to say that because he's he's on the on the way down. He's 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 going to be a legend in the Tiger PGA. doesn't. This is the f- crazy part: is Tiger doesn't need seven hundred and fifty million. He doesn't. No. But there are top ten guys that that ridiculous that, that are considering to jump ship. And here's the thing: that, and Brad, you're new to the show, and we've had this much larger debate whether it's the the Live Tour or the uh, PGA. Golfers, my position is this: they ought to be able to play whatever league they want. They're they're independent contract players, and I understand the PGA wanting to protect itself. I don't fault them for doing their part, but at the end of the day, you, there's there's this whole talk about oh that's Saudi back, Saudi back. But the PGA has a bunch of sponsors that sell billions of dollars, Procter and Gamble, all these companies. That uh, sell to the to the Middle East, and um, at the end of the day, what's your thoughts on this rogue league coming in? And I think competition's good, don't you? Uh, as a as a free capitalist, I'm thinking, okay, you can nitpick here and there, but at the end of the day, if you have a competing league that's saying, 
hey, I want the best players, and I want to compete with this league. Great. I mean, I don't, I don't hold the NBA or the um, Major League Baseball or NFL, for that matter, as a sort of sacred ground. If, if, uh, if there's a competing league, particularly, not, it's very different. Like NFL, Major League Baseball, National Basketball League, these, they've got these guys on contract for multiple years. So I can see them protecting their players playing in other leagues and saying, well, we don't want you injured because we're already committed to you for five years for $97 million, uh, yeah. whatever. But with golf, you don't have those guarantees. PGA doesn't say, okay, um, you're on contract. So the, the Live Tour is modeled around very similarly to MB, NBA, Major League Baseball, where they give you mul- multiple-year contracts, big payoffs. Guaranteed money. Guaranteed money. And right. it, it's really hard. I mean, they're trying to make it a patriotic decision, but at the end of the day, the PGA can't really say, Oh, you're going to uh, state enemies. Like they take sponsorship monies from all over the world. They hoed themselves out, right? Just like all the rest of them, right? So, I'm, 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 I'm with the the live players. I'm, I'm on their side. I'm like, look, they just want to make as much money as they can as players yeah. in their prime, and I don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. What do you think? Well, I mean, obviously, I, I, I think. A lot of the players are trying to send a message to the PGA, um, and I mean, when you look at golf as as a sport, it is a much bigger sport than the the NFL, the NBA. I mean, the NFL, yeah, the NBA, Major League Baseball. These are North American sports for the, for the most part. There's some basketball has some European and and um, you know, I guess. Uh, in a, to a smaller extent, uh, some Asian uh, participation and stuff, right. but it's it's pretty much North American. Well, golf is, I mean, it's it, it's all over. But when you look at like like the purse for winning the Masters, it's like the 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 winner gets like two million dollars. <laughs> right. Like it was right. like, well, okay, well, I'm you know, I just won the Masters, but but how many tournaments would I have to? Well, well there's not enough tournaments that I could win. To equal the money that LeBron James is going right. to get per year in the NBA, right. you know, or right. or, the, or yeah. Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, right? Right, right. So the the you know they get a lot of sponsorship money, mm-hmm. um, but what they get for winning and being the top players in their sport from the league they're in or the tour they're on it pales, I think, in com- comparison to some of the other leagues so um and you already have you already have multiple leagues i mean you got the european tour you got the pga tour and yeah. you got the asian that's tour. that's what so, i was going to say there's already other tours yeah so what so what harm does it have ha- adding another one right um, right and and li uh norman has said we're not here to compete against the pga in terms of like you know tv money they're purposely making tours that are outside of the majors and and so forth, and they're not they're not limiting their players, even though they're on contract for hundreds of millions of dollars. 
They're not saying you can't play in the PGA yeah, you, Tour. Yeah, you could play here. You're going to get guaranteed this money, but you can still play in the P, PGA yeah. events. You know? I, and I think that, so. I think the PGA is on a on a. They may be winning right now in the courts and so forth, but I think this is a losing. Do you argument. think the PGA is an archaic? Like I, an older, you know, it's like old school trying to just hang on to what they got, like the NCAA is doing. The NCAA keeps, they've they've got their grip on everything, yeah, I, and they're the NCAA. They don't want to change, for but sure. But they, they don't want to change, and they want to be in charge of everybody, and they want to give everybody penalties. And then I saw an article today that the college football playoff is thinking about taking over college football entirety from the NCA and running the entire season playoffs everything through their own entity as the CFP really so it's a little bit like the live thing so but it's like these things that we've known all of us at our age have always known the PGA that's the peach there is no different yeah. than the PGA there is no different than the NCAA, and that's the way it is. So we just accept it. Like yeah, and mean, these guys are going outside the box. It's kind of like USFL, which didn't ever really. Well, like even baseball players can play in other leagues around the world during you, the off season. Oh, even during the regular season, you're not restricted from if from playing in Japan yeah, League or whatever. Yeah, I think the I think Mike Trout is going to play in uh, what is it? Uh, international baseball competition yeah and they play in the venezuelan league uh yeah. salvi perez goes down and plays in the venezuelan league every year so i don't know i i just think pga is on the losing side of this argument yeah I, I, yeah legally I so they're too. winning right now but but i don't think that it's going to hold coach i don't care about golf <laughs> you care about golf when you're playing against me then i care about golf because i can't lose to you that's true Shot a 93 on Monday. Oh, then I'm going to lose to you. All right, all right, all right. So let's go to local sports and wrap it up. Uh, oh what's what's happening with local sports, Coach? Well, big game big tomorrow. Big game tomorrow. Of course, you won't hear about it because this will be anyway. But uh, I thought we we're going to do a live broadcast. Oh, are we? Okay. Uh, are you reffing that? No, he's not. Uh, no, they won't allow me on oh, that game. Okay. That's not true. The jinx can't. But the. Uh, Interscholastic sports season opens tomorrow. Kicking it off. One game. There's only one interscholastic game tomorrow. Right. Kicking it off. Notre Dame at St. John's. Girls volleyball. Starting it up. It's what? How, what are the tickets going for? I heard the prices oh, are going it's up. Crazy. Yeah, I can't, it's nuts. It, it changes. It's like two hundred bucks. Yeah, to get in there if you right want to. Yeah, it's like at two fifty right now. If you want to get in, so. But no, but but neither team is defending champs. No, but uh, this season's going to be what girls volleyball is going to be interesting. At least oh, in I'm the, going academy. I, I, didn't didn't Notre Dame have a nice run there where they won like like four years in a yeah, row? Thanks, or, yeah, thanks, Brad. Yeah, we did, came Brad. in second well, four my, years my in a row. Beat St. John. Notre Dame grads. <laughs> thanks a lot, Brad. <laughs> and they beat St. John four Jesus, years Brad. in a row. <laughs> Welcome Who to the show, Brad. You're not going to get invited back now. You know what, Brad? I like this guy right saying, up until that time. You're saying it's wide open, but it's wide open. You don't think Academy's stacked again with Coach Manny? They, they hey, they're just as good as any other team. I think it's wide open in the IIAG league. Right. Uh, okay. Those Harvest Eagles. You never know. Already. You never know with them. It's 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 gonna be interesting. So So what else? What other local sports? So we got off? that happening, but then also uh boys soccer will kick off end of the month. Kick. 
off. Yeah, I like get. that. Uh, I think uh, August 30th is the start date for that league. And you're interested in this one. Middle school cross country will kick off on. Nice. Or oh, who's we'll running? Take who? off on September 2nd. Who, big, who's who's running? Who do we know? Big Atticus, Atticus Endo will be oh, representing. Is he a runner? Is he running? He'll be representing the a school the entering their first team ever. CIFA science C- is fun and awesome. CIFA, uh, what is it? What? Mantras. Ma- mantras. Oh, what is that? Right. The uh, the charter. Yeah, that's charter. Yeah, science is fun and awesome. He'll that's be running for, for. He'll uh. be he'll be running for CIFA. Yeah. Cross Go country. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not too sure when the public school science. Things are opening up. I think their volleyball season opens a week after uh, the IIAG. So their girls will be August 20-something, I think. Same with soccer. I think it's a little bit later. And 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 uh, youth football is in full swing, too, yeah, right now. Yeah, so if yeah. you guys are down to watch some kids banging against each other, that's in full swing. I just keep seeing those kids over at, uh, I you know I live near there. Beach so. volleyball tournament this Sunday. What? Yeah. Who's playing? Well, I was supposed to play with Brian Montanani. Is it men's, but, women's? But Brian caught the vid. So Is it men's, women's? Both. Oh, so he's got the flu. He's got the flu, and I guess he's not going to make it. Yeah, so. So are you going to pick up Brad? Brad's, about, Brad's, Brad's was, pretty tall. I was, was going to ask you if you want to play, Kramer. I think I'm going to be doing some water polo. Water <laughs> okay. polo, everybody, every no, Wednesday and Friday so, at 5. Yeah. At the uh, USO Beach and Sundays at two. If you're into some, I know we've been I know we've been going kind of long tonight, but there is maybe a topic for next week about local sports. Yeah. So there's a big discussion right now amongst soccer because it's boys' soccer season, both the public and high uh, public and private schools, high school boys' soccer, and apparently there's a couple national team trips coming up. And so okay. schools are going to be losing players. My school as well. Three of our best players are going on one Too of these bad. trips. That's what I say. And the soccer coaches are all upset about it, saying, "Well, why are you making the kids decide between the national team and the and the high school league?" And so they should go play for the national team, but the rest of the team should have to suck it up. And we next agree on up. that. We should talk about that because I will go off for a long time on that. But it's just something that's coming up that we should discuss. Maybe have a little input on that. So, nice. well, like anybody cares what we say. Speak well. We have. Do a, they? We have a million listenership. Oh, is that where we're at now? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. Well, you'll you'll be happy to know, Kramer, that little Addie's uh, working out with uh, Gerson's baseball team at, over at FD. Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah. He's he just started his practice over at uh, at the jungle. Jungle. Well, no, they at play the at the. They have their own baseball field. Do they still play that when they come out? Like I know they used to do it when well, I was in high school. In the basketball, are you, are you, an, are you an FD guy? Brad? No, I was a Simon Sanchez. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But uh, whenever we would go to FD at the old gym, the jungle, they would play the. You welcome know, to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Guns. I Rose. think they still play it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he went to his first practice, um, and he's he's the littlest guy there. Um, but all nothing wrong with that. And uh, but they but he's got heart and uh, and they've been working with him on his throwing and his catching. So we'll see we'll see if he's the next Mookie Betts. A little package, big game. Hey, what what's the guy from the uh, Astros? 
Yeah. Altuve. Altuve. Oh God, I that, I hate that guy. Because he just he just yeah kills you know, the Mariners. You know he was cheating. I mean, he's like all of five five, and he's yeah. just and he's playing big ball, right? Oh, he's hitting yeah. home runs. And his and bat looks like it's as tall as him. <laughs> Jose Altuve. Altuve. Yeah, I told him I said, "Hey, buddy, you're never going to be a six six foot eight guy. So play baseball, play uh, golf." You know. Well, the baseball—he just needs to hustle out there. He needs Absolutely. to be a hustler. If Absolutely. you're a smaller guy, you just gotta put in a little more, and you gotta hustle a little bit. They're gonna want him out there on the base paths. He's a fast little kid. He can run. Take the walk. Take the walk. Take He's the little. Walk. Yeah. I I had a coach when I was in little league that used to say, "Kramer, just crouch down a little bit more." <laughs> no, 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 Kramer, a little bit more. Just and I was on base all the time. I got walked. Yeah. I used to get hit. I didn't yep. care. Hey, I just wanted to be he's on base. inside, you know, just step into just that a little lean bit. Lean into it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the great thing about Addy is, is he's not a big stature guy, but like he's like he's the you know. You think? Well, with Brad, like Brad's, you know, his his son and my son are same classmates, and uh, it's his he's using it that size disadvantage to his advantage, right? Because the 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 older kids or the bigger kids, they look at him like little kid brother. Yeah. And they just they just protect him. Like I know Brucey for a fact. Like, you know, that's his bud. So like if anybody messes with Addy, they gotta mess with Brucey. And where are they? They're both going to F D? No, 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 not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. But oh. they will. They will. They w- they were at Bishop together. For, oh, right on. For right. several years. And they're tight, yeah. yeah. And so, like, you know, like, they're brothers, it's good right? To, I, you know, as a smaller guy myself, look at who my, all my friends are. <laughs> <laughs> look at my best buddy. I always had big guys. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, best buddies. So, you yeah. need a bodyguard. He's working out. He's working out. He's starting to start sports. So I, I'm proud of that little guy. Um, you know, but we'll see, how, we'll see how it goes. All right, so he, here we are. We're on the... The last round, you know, the last round, we always give it to the guest. The last round is you can talk about anything you want, but it's got to be two minutes. So, two minutes? Yeah. Two oh, min- my two, God. Two minutes spiel. It could be anything. Politics, sports, ex-girlfriends, whatever you want. So, Brad, you got the mic. No, I just, you know, I can't talk about <laughs> politics. I can't talk about ex-girlfriends, so uh, we'll, we'll stick to sports. Um, uh God, I don't know. It's just it, this has been a lot of fun, and uh, I think the uh, baseball was especially fun. Absolutely, uh, you know, because it's baseball season. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and like I said before, I don't really have an NBA team that I, <laughs> I root for go anymore. Lakers, go Lakers! <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, but just baseball. I think. Um, uh, I just got back from the states. I spent five weeks there, so I was able to get to a couple games. And uh, oh yeah, there's, you, you there's shared not, some photos that were nice. Yeah, there's just nothing like going to the ballpark. That's um, amen. And it's so fun. Uh, and you know, my family was was with me. Uh, my daughter didn't actually, you know, didn't want to go because she had the baby and everything. But uh, my son and my wife and my and. Um, uh, my nieces and nephews, my brother-in-law, we all went and um, just had a great, great time. And uh, 
So, uh, and luckily the Mariners are doing, doing well this year. And so, uh, I, I, uh, looking forward to the, to the roll up to the playoffs and that, that last you know, pennant, the, the pennant races. And this, I mean, this is a really good, you, you think this, this time of year, you know, football is just getting started. If you're into fantasy football, like I am, you're excited for oh, football yeah. season, but, uh, you know, we're just starting to get to the meat of the baseball season, right? Um, where every game matters, um, and it's you know every pitch matters, every at bat matters. So we're coming into some fun times here in the next, you know, six weeks left in the regular season, and then uh, the whole month going into the the playoffs. So well, great. The brain. Great stuff, Brad. I agree. I'm, baseball's my favorite. I'm a baseball guy. I love baseball. But uh, my two minutes is going to be on Lenny D. He went into os, hospice, hospice care. Lynn Dawson, the Hall of Fame quarterback for the Chiefs. Mm. So my shout-out is to Lenny D. He's done great things in Kansas City. Met him a few times myself. Kind of an ass. But, he's, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I got to yeah, give him love. He's cool enough to say hi and pat me on the head a few times. And, uh, yeah, I'm just hoping for the best for Lenny D and the Chiefs Kingdom as they go through this time when they're going to lose one of their greats. And I read this great article about um, – and it's not really about Lynn, uh, but it's his wife. So this guy wrote in to the Kansas City Star to send – because he heard that Lenny was going down. And he was – going to the Lynn Dawson football camp in 1969 from Oklahoma City. And he took the bus. And when he got to the bus station, he got picked up by this lady in this fancy, nice sports car, picked him up. He's like, well, why am I getting picked up by her? And he gets all of his bags in there and whatever. And she says, oh, we're going to get you to whatever. And he's like, well, I didn't know if she thought I was just poor or whatever. And they just want to take care of me. And she says, are you hungry? Let, let me take you for lunch. And she took him for this steak lunch, you know, T-bone steak or Kansas City strip or whatever. And she pays for the whole thing and takes care of this kid. He's like, you know, whatever. And uh, at the end, she he says, well, thank you so much, you know. And, you know, she takes him off to the camp or whatever. And he says, oh, thanks so much. And she said, well, don't tell Lynn. He paid for it. <laughs> And it was Lynn Dawson's wife, who's passed away like five, ten years ago, right. had taken care of this kid, bought him a full steak lunch, and had lunch herself. Pennies, pennies. And said, hey, don't worry about it. Lynn paid for it. But uh, Lenny Dawson, uh, definitely the probably the, you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks in Kansas City history, now that Patty Mahomes is there. Yeah. A little bit, but... Yeah, he's on his final days. So here's to Lenny D. All right. Coach, you're up. All right. Uh, I'll try to make it quick here. Just uh, go out and support those school athletes that are going to get their season started. Uh, don't be surprised if schools are charging this year to get in. Ooh, I heard it's five. COVID is done. Five think, bucks. No, I think every school is. I think every school has agreed to three dollars for adults and two for students. That's reasonable. Yeah. That's for high school, too cheap. They should go bigger. I think middle school is the same three and two. I don't remember, but uh, 
yeah. you know, it's three bucks. Give it to the kids. Goes to them. So, and then just quick shout out to Dookie, who's been a guest here on the show a couple times. Uh, went through some little health issues uh, last week, but he's home resting. I think I told you. Yeah, Did you I tell you? Yeah. So he's at home resting, doing well. So we look forward to seeing you back here on the show one day pretty soon. Get so your take ass care. back here, Dookie. Yeah, get your ass back here. <laughs> we'll see you soon, buddy. All right, Dookie. On that note, uh, I'm just going to end on a couple, couple of things that are on my mind. Uh, we buried Mr. Robigo this weekend, uh, my brother-in-law, who is part of the show. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Robigo. Great uh, ceremony. He had a he had the taps. He's got. Oh. he had the gun salute. Well, and the I just want to say, can I interject at yeah. the funeral at the mass for the funeral? It was just so awesome, and it was in Chamorro. Right. And I don't speak Chamorro, but I just really enjoyed that it was in Chamorro, and then the music. They had the Gef Pago band, I think, playing. Is that who it was? I think they were awesome. They were. They were awesome, yeah. and the the spirit and the it's like a gospel. Yeah. Oh, just singing. it was so awesome, right. and the respect for him. And he's yeah. just and he was you know he was a great guy, and everything that was said. Yeah, God bless him. Absolutely, and uh, and a couple more notes. Local sports. I know the coach talks about it a lot because he's he's coaching the local sports, but. Um, you know, it's it's um, you know I'm used to volleyball, and maybe I'm spoiled because I see the volleyball action. Family blood is with volleyball. I see my brother-in-law's coach volleyball. My kids play local volleyball. And uh, this past uh, Tuesday, Addy went to his first baseball practice, and you would think he's a little kid in there. He's amongst. You know, he's he's 12, so he's in that odd age group in baseball where the team is like 16, 17. You know, these guys are getting ready for competition in Mexico. They've been playing baseball all their lives. And yet here this little kid comes in for first time, throws ball with his old man, but, you know, nothing formal, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing like a, you know, mechanically correct. We're just throwing ball. And uh, a couple of kids just surround him and say, "This is this is how you catch. This is how you." And it's nothing different from what I've been telling him. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> but the fact that you know these guys just automatically surround uh, this new rookie reminds me that sports is so important in in life and that uh whether you're good at it or not isn't the point the point is you play and even though these kids are like years light years ahead of him in terms of skill and talent um they're humble enough to go and say hey Addy, do this do that you know and i wasn't I wasn't involved in that whole process. I was just watching from the bench, quiet parent on the bench. And um, it was it was really endearing to watch, and it was nice to see. So if you haven't caught a local sports game and you're not supporting local sports for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's not the pro league, whatever, go out and support local sports because that's all our kids have. It's the bond. Yeah. And 
as I told my son before that day, the after their practice, they go. The guys you meet on a team, they're a little different from the friends you make in school, right? These guys, you're gonna have a lifetime bond with these guys, and For you sure. might you might not be the best player on the team. You may never be the best player on the team, but that doesn't matter. Your teammates, and they're gonna back you up. And so, with that last. I thought, Mr. Robigo, rest in peace in local sports. May it live long and strong. And if you're not supporting it, go out and support it. And if you are supporting it with your $3 or whatever, go out and watch it, whether it's at the elementary level, the middle school level, high school level, or semi-pro amateur level. Go and support local sports because that's the difference. It makes camaraderie. It's a great community thing. And uh, this is sports. Um, B. All right, Brad, you've been a great guest. Very knowledgeable. Welcome I, back anytime. I think so, right? He's, hey, had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll come back and do it Do it again one of these days. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry that we started late. <laughs> My fault, Brad. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I owe, okay. I owe you a beer, but you know, I got, I got rid of my nervousness because I, you know, <laughs> we were chatting. Had, I had bit. three makers and cokes uh, <laughs> <laughs> before you got here. So, all right, shoots, shoots bar, <laughs> shoots bar, and that's the wrap. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Sweet.